Love this podcast? Support this show through the ACAST supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hi, Ryan, and welcome to the Cognitive Recalibration Podcast. We're in the end game now. Oh, you stole my fucking mind. <laughs> I told him yesterday I was going to say that. <laughs> you fuck. <laughs> As always, I'm your host, Shravan. We have Tyron with us, who's very unhappy about me stealing his line. We We're have... in the end game now. <laughs> nice. Time travel. <laughs> Ta-da. <laughs> and we have two returning guests. You would have heard them just two episodes ago. Basker and Kiridi, they're back. They battled it out in the Avengers Supercoach, but now they're back to talk Endgame spoilers. So we're going to do whatever it takes in this episode to spoil Endgame. So if you haven't seen it, definitely don't listen to this episode. <laughs> Everyone dies. No. <laughs> I accidentally spoiled something already, my bad. <laughs> Ned Stark dies and Dumbledore dies. <laughs> bad joke. Well, it's good to be back after recording the Supercoach session. So now we get to uh, discuss what actually happened in the real-life battle. So that's nice. Yeah. Okay, I thought we could talk about just our general feelings on the movie. So I'll start. So in, in our spoiler-free review, I said that walking out of the movie the first time, walking out of Endgame the first time, I thought Infinity War was actually better. I enjoyed Infinity War more because you oh, walk well, out really? of... Shit. Yeah, you walk out of Infinity War and you're all hyped for the next one. Oh, sure. Whereas you. for this one, you're kind of... It's a bit you're sad. Okay. It's a bit sad and it feels like it's the end. But... Security, Taran and I, we watched it for the second time this morning, 8 o'clock, just the <laughs> earliest show I've ever been to for a movie. It's the earliest time I've ever bought so much Coke and popcorn. <laughs> Most healthy breakfast I've ever eaten. Yeah, we all now have diabetes. Breakfast of champions. <laughs> and the second time I think I've changed my mind. So after you kind of know where they're taking this, this story, it feels a lot more satisfying. I think you walk out satisfied with where they've taken it. So what what were your guys' thoughts? Uh, do you, I know a lot of people. Did you say, actually walk out of you actually walked out of Endgame the first time not liking it as much as Infinity War? Yeah, yeah. Or did you say or did you think that you weren't as hyped? You know what yeah. I mean? Because there's like a little bit of a difference there. Yeah, no, it was it was that, and it was I think I also liked Infinity War more because okay. it had a lot more satisfying things from from my perspective sure. in terms of my 
in terms of what I wanted to see from the superheroes. In this, I, I, I we also had a whole year to theorize what we wanted to see, and some things that I want to see didn't happen. So I think it was it was partly okay. my my own expectations that got in the way as well. But the second time you watch it, you kind of don't don't have that, and it, it's much more satisfying the second time. But I think you you walked out and you loved Endgame the first time. Oh yeah, I thought it was freaking ridiculous. I walked out. I walked in with so many expectations. Like I was trying to like suppress my expectations, but I walked in with such high hopes. And like I walked out, and I was totally happy. Like I was, it surpassed my expectations. I was very happy. After I had twenty four hours to think about it, I I started to like Endgame more. But then after the second viewing, I liked it even more. So how about Basta? Um, so I wasn't expecting Endgame to have so much liberty with just taking time with with the feelings of how. No pun intended. Yeah, just just taking <laughs> taking time with oh yeah, no pun intended with the the whole yeah you taking get it? more time. Time travel. <laughs> time travel. <laughs> time travel. <laughs> Best line in the movie. Tarun has a look of like Doc Emmett Brown on his face right now, <laughs> but it's like they, they, there's grief. There's grief when you ha- lose half the population, and I think they could have easily just jumped into let's get revenge, let's find him, let's get the stones back. But they took their time with just you know finding out how everyone felt about losing their most loved people and having like everyone have lost someone important to them i don't i don't know how it felt second time around watching for you guys but was it like a slow uptake to when things actually started getting hitting the ground for end, for end game i didn't feel it was actually it's got it's got enough levity in the s- slow movement slow moments that mm. you kind of still enjoy it yeah yeah because that's where most of the funny parts are kind of in that first one hour as well yeah the tension breakers yeah yeah time travel <laughs> <laughs> but as a, like, as you just a, say that all throughout this podcast, <laughs> we will we definitely will be discussing the time travel threads and, so and within stuff my here. book. But I think uh, as a whole thing, I really felt Endgame was was such a magnificently written and directed uh, cinematic experience that I wasn't expecting. Like like you already said, I wasn't expecting some scenes to actually be fulfilled. Like they, they pulled it off amazingly well. I do understand the whole sentiment of Infinity War being the better delivered film because it was that was the that was the build up the build up was for infinity war it wasn't for endgame the build up was for infinity war endgame was to it was it's literally coming back to the avengers like it's the it's the first time i felt the avengers were actually avenging you know getting getting back what was taken from them there's so, been a line in the movie how tony starts like we're the avengers we do it after the fact yeah. not the pre Prevengers, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. That was that was amazing. They wait for someone to die, and then they're like, "Oh shit, we should probably do something." (laughs) (laughs) Like they tried to pull it off in Avengers One with Coulson dying, but that didn't really. I was like, "Okay, yeah, maybe." But but this was hitting at home. That's you know Captain America going for it and finally having his moment and just getting everyone in back for his cause. Uh, Yeah, this movie was was incredible. I think walking out the theaters first time, very emotional, very kind of it's like that closure. Heck, just having no end credit scene that was closure. That was just like. We'll talk about. Talk apparently, about there is a yeah, sort of a hidden, that. hidden end credit sort of. <laughs> that was pretty close. Yeah, that was actually that's not bad. Yeah. That's some bloody time lesson. travel. Just <laughs> 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 I'm saying, <laughs> dude. And Tyron, apart from time travel, anything, anything you can add? Tyron's losing his shit. I'm not going to say it again. Yeah, well, I think I had a different experience to what you two had coming out of the second time because you two said you were still pretty you still found it emotional the second time i actually found it more emotional the second time yeah well i because i knew what was coming i found it less emotional and more enjoyable yeah. the second time whereas the first time it kind of hits you and it's like oh shit that i think i think the first time i was just shocked so i i, I couldn't 
comprehend some of what was happening. Same time, I knew what to expect, so I was a bit more emotional. Yeah, I think the first time, because, like, I mean, the journey in this movie is, like, it's pretty hectic. I mean, after things speed up very quickly and things just happen. And to an extent, you kind of know where it's going sometimes. And then some things just happen. You don't expect them. And so, like, I think the first time it was just like, I was just swept away with the movie. The second time, because you kind of know where it's going, then you take everything in. Sit back and enjoy it a bit more and take everything in. Yeah. Yeah. So I found it better the second time than the first time. I still think there's parts in Infinity War that I enjoy more than this in terms of action and stuff like that. But this is overall a better movie. I think enjoyment-wise, I think I still enjoyed it the first time more. Like, I enjoyed it the most the first time because by what I mean in enjoyment is like getting swept up by the emotion of all of it and just not knowing what's going to happen and just being blown away like think, so many times. I think it's just the last kind of 10 minutes that the first time was just like shit. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Yeah. But the first time, like I was so caught up in those moments that I was like, which is really good, but obviously you notice more, I guess, second time around. So. I think this, this film did something that I haven't experienced before in another film. First 10 minutes in, everything happens that you expect to happen. In the film. Like, yeah. They come in, they find him, they kill him, they do, and there's like... I thought wow. the whole movie was going to be that. That's what got me. Yeah, that's, thought, that's what got me. It would take three hours to get there. Everyone was theorizing that there'd be this whole moment of everyone's going to build up, go there, somehow fail, come back like half beaten and then yeah. and then battle again. Everything happened in like 10 minutes and that's it. He's, he's, he's done. He's gone. Everyone's like, what now? Movie goes black and it's like, you know, holy cow, there's 2.5 hours left. How are they going to feel? What's going to happen? How are they going to reconcile this? And it's just like you're actually sitting in your seat going... Crap, I don't know what's going to happen now. Well, this movie wasn't meant to be getting revenge on Thanos. I think it was more meant to be getting the people that were lost back. Repairing the yeah. damage. Because yeah. they get the revenge in like the first 10 minutes. Like you said, they killed Time them. travel? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's just like... <laughs> waiting for it. Like, <laughs> <laughs> he can't suppress himself. <laughs> that, that, that entire motif of getting revenge doesn't do anything. That's why Thor... He's exactly. the way yeah, he yeah. is in this film. It's just he, he's he's the he's the embodiment of that whole, like yeah. Even though he got revenge personally, like, grief is still with him. Yeah, it's so raw for him. It's just like he, he couldn't get over it. That's the best. I think that's the best thing that they also do emphasize. Is like Thor, like you know, he chops he his, head off. his head off. He like chops his arm off, chops his head off, yeah. and mm. but then like he actually realized that it wasn't even like. I think everything catches up to him. It's not just what Thanos did, but it's just like he's lost his mom. He's lost his dad. He's lost Asgard he's and lost like his lost his brother and it's like lost his hammer. Lost his hammer on top of the <laughs> Yeah, fucking Captain Rekka stole his hammer. <laughs> lost his eye. Yeah. <laughs> Got a shit eye in return. Got a one with a different colour. Lost his six pack. <laughs> like he he's just and, like and return for that he just gained a lot of weight. <laughs> but even even before that, it's when Thanos says the stones are gone. That's it. The 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 lack the just the complete bereftness of hope in Thor's voice when he goes yeah. I went for the head, that's yeah. it. It's just like, but it's also like I think even if Thor, I think Thor was like holding on to this hope that even if they get the Infinity Stones, it actually won't repair everything for him either. But he was just hoping that doing what needs to be done would somehow sort it out. So let's say even if they sorted it back out, I think he would have still had to deal with something. Mm-hmm. And you know, like tech, I don't know. I mean, we talk about fucking all these theories about time travel and whether some people can be revived or not. But, like, even if they unclicked it at that point, like, Loki, I guess, might 
might have still been dead. His mum and dad are still dead and his planet's gone. But it's just the fact on top of this, the universe has been fucked over. Someone won against all of them. It's just like, <laughs> he feels so shit. Like, that's him. And the whole yeah. movie is fucked. So I wanted to center this conversation around the characters. Yep. And I'm going to the so story. So we did Thor first. So we're doing Thor. I actually had a thing to say Thor about is the that. best. Captain Marvel sucks. Captain Marvel. At the very start, Captain Marvel's like, let's go kill Thanos. And that's when Thor, like before that, Thor's very subdued. He's just sitting by himself in a room and he's not talking to anyone. Hmm. And then Captain Marvel's like, let's go kill Thanos. That's when he gets up and he's like, let's do this. Because he thinks that's going to solve all his problems. But obviously he finds out later that... That wasn't it's no, and it's really good because that's that's a conti- it's a perfect continuation of what happens in Infinity War. Like mm. his whole thing is just he's he's fucked me over. I need to go get this amazing you know weapon and fuck him over. Like yeah. get revenge. It's all about just that revenge, revenge. He misses the first time, doesn't get him, and then Captain Marvel's like, "Let's go get him." Says so like, "All right, that's it." Let's For him, it. that's yeah. all it is. There's nothing else going on. It's not necessarily just revenge. There was a line in Infinity War where it's like, "What else can I lose?" And it's that point where he's just the only thing left in his in his in his like the only reason why he's here is to right a wrong, and I think that was the hype moment in Infinity War when he turns up with Stormbreaker and Groot and uh, and Rocket Raccoon. Everyone's just there, and it's just like that's the hype moment. But the end of the film was very different. And then is that that fallout of okay, what what as as a character did he feel like he did everything he could to stop it? Did he did he uh, you know he has a bit of regret not going for the head obviously yeah. <laughs> all that kind of stuff but then now it's like okay now we can go kill Thanos do something about it there's something that could be done but again that's all false hope because he doesn't actually know what what there is to do yeah exactly and yeah. the fact that he says he has nothing to lose I think that also plays a role because he feels like once he gets rid of Thanos like he doesn't he's lost everyone yeah. so yeah. he doesn't have anything to live yeah. for anymore and actually mm-hmm. Thor's kind of been disconnected a bit from Earth as well recent, like in in his movies right so then he doesn't even because you he know how like he doesn't even have Jane anymore. Yeah, it's, it's, which he goes this into. mutual <laughs> mutual dumping. Hey, the dumping was mutual, but <laughs> it's funny is this how he's like, oh, she's an old flame of mine. <laughs> <laughs> he goes up into his own story. Everyone just no. trying to stop him. They was, don't want to hear the story. I was talking to Shravan about that scene, and everyone's just like, "What the fuck's happening?" Except and then they go to Abba. Like, Abba's <laughs> like, oh, "This is this is cool." Abba is like amazed. He's like. Oh, whoa. Hey. That's the best fight. having a good time. I think Ant-Man's like converted his hero from Captain America to Thor. He's like, holy shit, this guy's going... Hey, man, that's a heck of an origin story. <laughs> when he finishes his story, uh, Tony Stark's like, what's a brick? He's like, no, I'll have a bloody Mary. <laughs> oh, anything else about Thor? Just the one that that scene in the hut where he's just completely downtrodden, and you see him for the first time. I I just love the moment when Hulk came in, and he's like, "You're the one who helped me get up. So this is this is this is your moment now. We've, we've got a chance to come and do something." And he's obviously just like you said, he's lost his purpose. He's found his revenge, but it hasn't brought him any any solace. And that that is like that's PTSD in a shell. All right, right there, he's yeah. just reeling from the effects. Doesn't know how to get away from it. So I think his his arc thereafter just. Kind of finding a purpose to now try and fix something. Meeting his mum, that was more, that was lovely. His arc is still not kind of complete though, because towards the end, he's he's still not, he hasn't found meaning at all. He's mm. kind of just still lost. But he's like, for the first time, let's try and do something for myself instead of something for yeah. everyone else. Yeah, but I think at least yeah. there's a bit of a he has a bit of a positive edge in that. <laughs> the Asgardians of the galaxy are there, and and like obviously he's been through. Yeah, he's been through everything yeah. with. Rabbit or rocket raccoon. So, like, I think 
there is something positive that can happen and make some sort of meaning out of everything. But I think he also discovers that, you know, how he gives the title away to Valkyrie. Yeah, just realizes he just needs to find out, get his own shit together, essentially. For the first time, he's now just, he's filling his own shoes. He's not trying to take yeah, care exactly. of something, rule Which something. That's what he says. Yeah. That's, that's just him. He's got his own path now, which is great. The um the part we just talked about where Hulk <laughs> goes to recruit Thor, pretty much, it took me back to, it took me back to um, Avengers 1. You know when Avengers 1, so it's just where Hulk's come from as well. So in Avengers 1, Natasha goes to recruit yeah. Hulk. Ah, yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's, you know, he's in a hut hiding away from everyone. So it kind of, it's kind of full circle. That is full circle. Well. Yeah. Yeah. What's the how does Thor enter the first Avengers? Oh, he rocks up on their ship, yeah. right? That's cool. Yeah, to take and out that Loki. line is like uh, when Captain America doesn't know what's going on, and like I think Romanov's like, I wouldn't deal with them. They're, they're kind of gods. gods. Yeah, yeah, these are we're now in the territory of so gods or something. Like, god. These are gods. There's only, oh, one, yeah, there's only one. There's god. only one god, and I'm pretty <laughs> sure it doesn't actually, look like that. Yeah. <laughs> But he kind of does. He's like yeah. this dude with a bloody beard. It looks like Jesus. <laughs> Have you seen him in Ragnarok? He looks like Jesus in Ragnarok. That little painting that falls off. Yeah, more of that. <laughs> Which is a funny callback to what happens with him wielding Mjolnir in this one. So yeah. That's- yeah. Which is something I predicted. It wasn't in our yep. episode. I said it after our episode yeah. last time. But yep. um, You guys said it, but I was like, I was like, nah. Nah, yeah. they, they should. They won't. But I, I wasn't disappointed. As a yeah. big Thor fan, as Thor being, I wasn't like disappointed by it. I was I thought it was pretty good. Um, I wanted to go to the next. So in that recruitment phase, um, yeah. Natasha goes to meet our favorite Hawkeye. Oh. So um, the, oh, yeah. the start of the movie is with Hawkeye's family, and as we all predicted, his family gets snapped away, and then he becomes this vigilante and goes around the world killing people. So <laughs> hey, this whole so he's he's. You asked me this, didn't you? Yeah, Ronan. Yeah. What's it? Wait. What's uh, what's his motive, or what's the no, deal with okay. it? Okay, so, so Ronan is him when he goes rogue and starts killing. Does people. he call himself Ronan? Yes. Yeah. And do they really talk about that in Endgame? Do no. they mention the, the no, name Ronan, Ronan? Ronan is it's a comic book thing. Yes. Yeah. yeah. But okay. he is Ronan. Yeah. In, gotcha. In, 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 in the movie, he is. Yes. But they don't. Because Ronan uses swords as well. But they don't outwardly say that this guy. Is Ronan. They don't no, say Ronan. They, they didn't say it because no, they talk but, about Barton. That's but, his name, Clint Barton. That's his actual name, yeah. But if you look at the toys, the toys named Ronan. Okay, yeah. sure. So it's like this reference yes. that's definitely present and they definitely... But so they it's don't, Ronan. Yeah. Yes. Cool. But basically he goes and kills it, kills people because his family died. And he's not using arrows because is that too much of a reminder for, about his daughter? Uh, he's still using arrows, isn't he? Yeah, well, he, he doesn't he at that stage. He's just, he no, just got he uses, swords. He uses both. Oh, is he? Yeah. yeah. If you think about... In that uh, fight scene, he was just... He <laughs> was just carving them up. Cutting bodies. Yeah. I, I feel bow and arrow is a bit too distant, but a sword is personal. It's like you get up close. That's true. And you feel the pain That's of the lot, other. Yeah. yeah it, whereas a, a bow and arrow, you don't feel the other. You're, you're, you're far away from the action. And I think he just wanted to really get up close and personal with that revenge. It's pretty dark, but yeah. 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 It's similar similar to what Thor did, I guess. He's like, I guess if killing all these bad people will somehow make me feel better. But yeah, well, the snap has different effects on all the Avengers. That's the best part. I think yeah. that's one of the best things about this movie is they, they don't just skip over that effect. Yeah. They, it really comes into the movie. It's That's the biggest part. That's why this movie is, I think, so good. It, it really grounds it and you see like all, all those pillars erected to rem- to remember the dead. Exactly. Yeah. It's very convincing for why all of this is happening. It's not just like... Oh, yeah, that, if, you, if the, we had terrorist attacks here, literally one, one year within, they built monuments to kind of commemorate those people. And here it's like, wow, that's... That's happened. It happened in Avengers. I think after Avengers one, you see 
Captain America Winter Soldier, they've erected memorials for all those who passed away during the collateral damage for the for after the first Avengers or something. And it was like, um, that was another reminder of like, okay, well, there is collateral damage that does happen. But this really kind of and that it sign. Home. I think that you know how. So when Ant Man rocks up trying to find out whether I guess when Hope, Hope whether Hope's being declared dead, well, his and daughter. he finds his, yeah, his yeah. daughter. No, it's from Cassie. Cassie. Cassie, is it? Yeah. But he's also looking for Hope. He also says Hope. Yeah, no, I think looking for Cassie. He's looking for I, I both. I think he does look for both. Mm-hmm. But he goes to Cassie first. Yeah. Doesn't see her, but sees his name. Yeah. But like that whole monument is very similar to uh, if you've been to Ground Zero in New York. It's like all the names there at the 9-11 site uh, in the same way like there's they're like etched into this surface and like you go there and you're like holy shit and it's pretty much the same thing except like a shit ton of people I would presume so yeah Hawkeye I guess he does have a he features he was in the Infinity War he features a lot more in this one and he does a lot of stuff in this one uh, he has he has the arc with Natasha as well because you yeah. see them from the beginning in Avengers and their relationship and how it's transformed over the years um, and then we also get to Vormir where uh, I actually really like that scene where first I thought Hawkeye would go and then and then he thinks um, Black Widow is going to go and then it switches switches and yeah, then, yeah. Actually, actually get the yeah, I never I never knew he was actually going to go then yeah. I, <laughs> and then Red Skull goes <laughs> <laughs> they should go up to Red Skull and be like I love you <laughs> <laughs> Chuck him down. He's like, oh shit, they got me. That's that's the that's the one thing that confused me. He he said that the you have to sacrifice the one you love the most. Yeah. Was it ever established that they? No, I think I think it's not love the most. I think it's just sacrifice something you love. Oh, it's just something you love. It wasn't even even if you say love the most, right? I think at that stage it is it is her because he's lost all his family. No, but I don't think it's even. It's not like most is in number one most love, but it's like the people you love the most, right? So a soul for a soul. (laughs) You can't chuck your PS4 down there. <laughs> well, no, no one's tried. <laughs> I was going to just take my boot off and chuck that in there, like a like, shoe sole, and then be like, Red Skull will just kill me after that one. <laughs> <laughs> it's a pun. Give me the soul stone, bitch. <laughs> yeah. Loophole. <laughs> I, I love the reference when they were both in the jet and they were like, this is much better than Budapest. Budapest yeah. Third damn reference and we don't know what happened yet. <laughs> I know. Maybe in the prequel. Yeah. But yeah. also, I think one thing I didn't really pick up the first time I watched it, but then I picked up this time, they kind of uh, emphasize it. So Natasha tears up when War Machine, War, War Machine, yeah, Rody, yeah. Rody, When Rody talks about what the damage that um, Clint's doing as Ronan, she starts tearing up because of that, and she's like, "Shit, I've really lost this guy, or whatever it is. I can't really help him. He's like gone beyond this." So I never really understood what was happening the first time I watched it, but then I really understood that she's actually really worried about him, and so yeah. emphasizes kind of that whole scene on yeah. to get the soul on Volumia. Even in the first Avengers, she's really the only one that's quite concerned that Hawkeye's being taken up by Loki or else it's like, yeah, whatever. But that's how she gets recruited, remember? Yeah. Colson's like, Biden's compromised and then she's like, oh, fuck, I should go. Yeah. Yep. yeah. I guess we're talking about Natasha. Let's, um, Black Widow, what's she... Also known as Scarlet Witch. We've been getting confused with the names. I think I was the first one to pull that off in, in the, the Super Coach. Uh, 1980s Scarlet <laughs> movie about a Russian <laughs> operative. Is that actually a movie? Yeah, Are fe- you just talking no, absolutely through your ass? <laughs> no, no. <laughs> <laughs> Look it, look it up right oh now. Is that, is that a movie? I'm going I'm I'm to look it up. Featuring... Uh, fe- featuring um, uh, the Academy Award winning Jennifer Lawrence. 
Red, you're thinking about Red Sparrow. Red Sparrow. Red, Red Sparrow. Red Sparrow. Red Sparrow? <laughs> Red Sparrow's got nothing to do with... Oh my God. <laughs> There you go. There you go. So, you, red sparrow. What? So scarlet. No, no, it's like red. Red. But yeah, yeah. Sparrow. Was... Sparrows are witches. <laughs> <laughs> there's, there's the logical co- uh, connection right there. <laughs> oh. No, I need to find out what the hell this scarlet movie is. No, no. He, th- he was thinking about red. Sparrow. I was thinking about red sparrow. No, let's, hey, there still could be a movie called Scarlet. <laughs> scarlet, um, Russian operative. It's gonna come up with a Natasha Romanoff. <laughs> That's one. Alleged Russian operative Maria Butina to plead guilty. <laughs> that's all I'm getting. That's, that's all Bart's thinking of. <laughs> that's precisely what I was thinking. Of. <laughs> but uh, yeah, no, nah, her. I don't think anyone really. We we don't get to see what her origin story is or her past story. We just get little glimpses here and there. I think mostly mostly in Age of Ultron when she gets uh, mind fucked by. Um, you can say, you can say by, actual name by Scarlet Witch. <laughs> <laughs> we never see those powers from Scarlet Witch again. Her no, nightmare. She, she shelves it. She shelves it. What? Yeah, she what can make people get nightmares. Shelly? No, that's the Mind Stone, isn't it? That is the Mind Stone. That's what the Mind Stone is. That's one of her powers. Is that her power or is that? Yeah, well, that's yeah. from the Mind Stone, right? Yeah. As yeah. in, I thought the Mind Stone, you know, it's called the Mind Stone, right? So you're putting like thoughts into people. And yeah. since the Scepter is used to convince people to do retarded shit and Captain Rack. Captain America just uses it to sub, himself. subdue himself after yeah. he finds out Bucky's still alive. <laughs> no, I was going to say at the start, so she's basically, she she has a lot of scenes in this movie where she talks about how the, the Avengers were her family and how yeah. she's lost her and the family and all of that. And she's kind of taken charge of the people that remain. So she has meetings with like Rocket. Captain Marvel and yeah, she's uh, like she's like the new Nick Nick Fury. Yeah, but she's obviously still hurting from all the loss. And, and you can tell that she wants everyone to come back together and be yeah. good because, like, she keeps asking, ask Captain Marvel if she's going to come back to Earth anytime soon. Yeah, ask like Rocket and stuff about this, you know, all these things. So like, she wants people to come back together again, but she yeah, knows yeah, yeah. that even if even if they do, there's just that things yeah, are missing. It's, it's Shit's gone wrong. Yeah, yeah, and she's also the one that really tries to convince Tony to um to get on board with the time travel stuff uh, when they go to his place. Yeah. yeah. Mm. There's a, there's one really important small thing when they were both on um they were both talking about Red Skull. Uh Natasha said that when Clint asked her if she believed in Red Skull, she was like, he knew my father's name. And then Clint's like, yeah, he knew he knew mine too. But then Natasha's like, oh, but I didn't. So that that just shows me that there's maybe a little bit more left there to kind of answer. She you I think that Red Skull could have just been lying. He could have said any name. Yeah. She doesn't know. Yeah. <laughs> hey, yeah. do you get the reference? Red Skull, Red Sparrow, Scarlet Witch. <laughs> everything's it's always just, everything's red. There's just two reds there. That's why she had and to. And the kill Soul Stone is orange. <laughs> Blood, Blood orange. And I'm colorblind, so it looks like red to me. <laughs> hey, another thing actually that this is kind of unrelated, but in regards to Scarlet Witch, is she couldn't convince Iron Man, etc. The first time when I watched. Huh? Black Widow. Oh my god! <laughs> it's an epidemic. It's seriously an epidemic. Time travel. <laughs> um. Oh Jesus! Yeah. Okay. Black Widow. So I didn't realize the first time. The whole time I was like, oh yeah, this whole movie it's gonna be them trying to return to that place where Thanos is and trying to fuck Thanos, right? And they do it so quickly that. I didn't even realize that Iron Man was n- didn't go with them until I watched it the second time. I'm like shit, he was never. I mean, it made sense, but I didn't even notice that the first time. I was like, I was like, now nah, this is bullshit. This has not happened. This is definitely reality stone. 
blah blah blah. Oh I, shit, I actually he's thought it dead. was a reality stone as well. You know when they turn up and um, his, all the stones are gone. I thought he was using the reality stone to make it look like they're all gone. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I thought I thought the whole thing was. Bull- I was just mm-hmm. waiting for that. You know, like in Infinity War, yeah. the whole around them to just evaporate. But was was Hulk there? With the Hulkbuster? Yeah, he was yeah, there with yeah. the Hulkbuster. Hulk he, yeah. he, he's like been under the ground the whole time. That's the cool thing about him and yeah, Rhodey. They just yeah. rock up from the ground. I'm yeah. like, did you guys just find some secret entrance? <laughs> did you have a map of his fucking hut before you? <laughs> they just dug underground. <laughs> Give us the signal, guys. Use dig. <laughs> Wait um, one turn. <laughs> so Black Widow, they've announced a, a movie with her, a solo movie. I think... Prequel? Uh-huh. I think it's going to happen, yeah. Prequel? No, it's it's definitely going to happen because they've already cast people. Have they officially cast people? Have they internet yeah. cast people? Uh, I think it's just official. Official. David Harbour said he's doing it and it'll be like a spry operative movie. Nice. Emma Watson's rumoured to be in it. Really? Yeah. Emma Watson? Emma Watson. As? As Scarlet Witch. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, don't know, I don't know. As Hermione. Hmm. Yeah. Oh this, is, this is 1980s. 1980 Hogwarts. <laughs> <laughs> this is the thing. She puts like this spell on Black Widow that makes her think that the Avengers exist. And like this whole time she's just been absolutely fucked. Yeah. Yeah. She's actually, it's all in her mind. <laughs> it's all in her stupid muggle. Um, yeah. Black Widow is um, Hermione's mom. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> the, the chick from Game of Thrones. Who's that? <laughs> Wait, the, the mom from Game of Thrones. Which mom? Catelyn Stark. Stark. Oh right. Yeah. Okay, right. Yeah. <laughs> I think she's Hermione's mom. Pretty sure she is. What do you mean the mom from Game of There's a lot of mums <laughs> floating around Game of Thrones, mate. Oh she's you mean in Death you mean Deathly Hallows. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right. Yeah, she is. De- in Deathly Hallows she yeah. was cast as Hermione's yeah. mother, yeah. 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 Oh really? When yeah. when she was doing the memory wipe. What you thought I just made that up? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I don't know what you're talking about. Well, I don't I didn't watch Deathly Hallows because I didn't properly watch it because yeah. um Movies are bullshit. <laughs> um, How do we get like, the Deathly Hallows? <laughs> I don't know. Emma Watson rocked up. Emma Watson might be a Black Widow. Oh, Black right. Widow solo film. Well, some people say that, oh, you know, she's dead now, that we don't have as much invested interest, but I think it still would be quite interesting like to find sequel? out. Yeah. 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 Or maybe a sequel. The other option is it is a sequel. So I, I heard this theory. So apparently... Gamora, when Thanos, uh, not Thanos, when Iron Man clicked his fingers, Gamora actually went to dust, and they're going to try to look for the Gamora that went missing from the Soul Stone in Guardians 3, and as a result, they're going to find Black Widow as well. What do you mean went missing from the... They die. They're dead. They're dead, yeah. What do you mean? They don't go missing. So they go into the Soul Stone when they die. Said who? In the Soul Said Stone. Infinity War. <laughs> do they? Do you remember oh. in Infinity War where Red Thanos clicks his fingers and then he kind of goes to sleep and wakes up in this yeah, like, yeah. orange area? Well, he doesn't, he doesn't then, click his fingers, but he, he gets snaps his fingers in Infinity War. Oh, right. Getcha. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And then he, oh, wakes and he up meets in, Gamora. He meets Gamora. So that's, that's inside oh, the Soul Stone. So you're saying that that Gamora oh, that he well. met wasn't just a vision. That was actually... No, no. That's inside the Soul Stone. Inside the Soul Stone. Oh, okay, okay. And then is that why Scarlet Witch says that they know? Like when they're talking about, I just wish we could tell Black Widow and maybe she just. I think she was just saying that. She's just talking out of her ass. To <laughs> but she could have a connection. She could. Yeah. Maybe yeah, she could. Yeah, she yeah. could. Because yeah. she seems to be like that sort of, you know, she feels the emotions of vision or what's yeah. going on. That's interesting. So, because if that means that they get to relive their life, like, because you see Gamora as a child. Yeah. Does that mean Scarlet Witch goes back to her childhood and then... We, I, think we, it's, I think it's their soul in, like, their purest form, I right. guess. Or the person yeah. who, who sacrifices it. them, it's um, what 
their vision of them is. Yeah, exactly. That's what yeah, I would have thought. Is yeah, that yeah. Thanos is in? You know, Thanos. That's when he first met Gamora when she was little and innocent and whatever. So that's who he always thinks of. Right. When he thinks right. of her. Yeah. Interesting theory. Yeah. So they could still be <laughs> both of them could just be hanging out in the Soul Stone. Well, <laughs> me and Tron were talking about it and we're like, Guardians Three may just end up being. Avengers. Avengers 5. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You already have Thor as part of them, so yeah. yeah. Who knows? Thor and p- potentially Black Widow. So that's that's an option as well. I feel yeah. I feel like... But I feel like it's not. Yeah. Yes. She v- might be gone. Very unlikely. Yeah. I, I feel like she... I mean, yeah. do you reckon... Sure, they could recast. They'll probably will recast if they do it, don't you think? You reckon yeah. Scarlett Johansson is going to... No, she, yeah, yeah, she's, she's wants, she she's she's in the Black Widow movie. No, I know, but like later on, if they're going to do it, I think she'll be done. Like, oh yeah, she'll probably be. A lot done of these like, actors yeah, want to yeah. close their yeah. chapter mm-hmm. when it comes yeah. with yeah. certain characters, at least. So it'll probably yeah. just be like a one-off prequel, I yeah. guess, if I were to say. Yeah, what it would be. Should be interesting. Okay, um, we'll talk about time travel, the Hulk. Time travel. <laughs> <laughs> we'll get into it. <laughs> um, so we meet him. So what I thought, I knew. Well, I didn't know, but I thought that um, Hulk would be Professor Hulk in this movie. So Professor Hulk is the combination of Bruce Banner and the Hulk. Yep. Did not? Did I say that sometime? No, you, I said, said, I you said, said the, the you said abomination. You said you said yeah, abomination. you kept talking about the abomination, man. Fuck the abomination did show. Up. <laughs> <laughs> so Your idea was an abomination. Your <laughs> <laughs> prediction was an abomination. Um, I'm pretty sure I said the Professor Hulk in yeah. the podcast. Yeah, yeah. So we we thought that he'd be he'd be in this movie, but. I thought we'd see his evolution into into Professor Hulk, but they just cut to him being Professor Hulk, mm. uh, which I didn't mind. Is that a thing? So that's a thing from the cartoons, the comics or something? That comics, yeah. Comics, yeah. yeah. So um, he gets to a stage where him and the Hulk, Bruce Banner and the Hulk, become one entity. So I actually not- thought, what well, I don't know, in, in my head, what could have been cool is if he has full control but not doesn't simultaneously have to be the Hulk and him. As in you can willingly go into the Hulk and the Hulk can willingly go into... You know what I mean? Yeah. Just because I like seeing that transformation. That like, yeah. it's always epic watching Bruce Banner go into the Hulk. It is, especially yeah. like that yeah. first like, "What's my secret?" I'm always angry, and he yeah. just and he fucking just takes out that alien ship that yeah. Ant Man actually does this time. But same sort of move, bang. Yeah. But but even in this, but I it's think still cool. I, they I they they took the edge out of out of Bruce Banner. Even in Hulk form, he wasn't combat ready. He was always like he was. He was fully there, and he was like you know. But he's like Zen. He's he was, just completely Zen. He's definitely Zen. more Bruce Banner than the Hulk. That's yeah, for yeah, sure. yeah, yeah. It's just the Hulk body, but like, I don't. He, the rage is gone. The mind is just yeah. Bruce Banner. Yeah, pretty yeah. Much. yeah, yeah. But sometimes I feel like also there wasn't much Hulk fighting. No, there wasn't. That's uh, so. That's one thing I was going to say. So in terms of this movie, I wanted to see Hulk really turn up in this movie. Yeah, yeah. And definitely. like take on Thanos, but we didn't see that unfortunately. Yeah, I want. Yeah, yeah, same. Yeah. I want. You just want that because there's so many movies that we've seen so far. And I struggle to know which ones are actually in the MCU because we talk about like Ed Norton's movie. That's, that's in the MCU. Yeah, yeah. technically. Yeah. So like you see him just go ape shit so much in, in all the Avengers movies and then last movie and this movie, there's not as much Hulk Hulk. In the first Avengers, he was the MVP. He was like the, the yeah. guy. Yeah. Oh, yeah, he was. Yeah. He was the guy, that final scene where he just grabs Loki by the ankle and slaps him around like a, <laughs> like a rag doll. That was, that was pure. That was the... Yeah, that, that was the Thor coming into... Uh, Wakanda with the with Stormbreaker. That yeah. was the scene for, for one, Avengers. The, um, I think one still one of the best scenes of the MCU is when he's like Captain America's like um, it's time to get angry, and then he's like, "That's the thing, that's Captain. Yeah. That's I'm always angry." Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, it's, yeah. It's just, when he goes and smashes the yeah, alien ship, yeah. yeah. That I when I saw that in the I got chills when I saw that yeah. because I was like, "That's like such a good line." 
that he's inherently he's always just got this rage inside him and yeah. all he needs to do is just let it out. Or like that when they're in Age of Ultron and like he can't lift up the hammer, so he's like and just tries to <laughs> make him shit their pants. <laughs> make shit make shit happen. <laughs> yeah. So we don't get anything like that. Yeah. But but he does wear the gauntlet. That's one that, exactly. So he he does he the actually, most important he thing. He saves the yeah. game. He actually does the most important thing yeah, in the movie. He brings yeah. them all back. Yeah. yeah. That's the moment we've all been waiting for. And I think yeah. he and that line where he said it's almost like I am uh, it's mostly gamma radiation. It's I can as take if it, I was made for as this. As if I was made for it. Yeah. That just got me thinking that, you know, what if during the time travel split there was one there was some sort of like divergence where they were actually initiating the the Hulk project to try and make this happen? Because there was no one else who could wield it on Earth. Maybe there was like some sort of inspiration to make the Hulk for this purpose. In some weird kind of time As in continuum someone, type of shit. Oh, wow. Okay. Mm-hmm. Someone was experimenting with the field of energy that they thought was Infinity Stone related. Purely for this aspect. For, to know, Because they knew that maybe at one point he would have to wield it. Because well, at that point, no one else could. The reason they made the Hulk was to... Try to make Captain America. Yeah, try to yeah. make Captain America yeah. with gamma radiation. That yep, was the, yep, yep. the original reason. Oh, really? Yeah. I don't actually know it's what like the origin is. It's like a failed superhero. Yeah, uh, serum. Super, they wanted super to do super soldier. soldiers. And yeah. who ma- who is in charge of that project? Is it someone Bruce evil Bad. or someone? Bruce Banner yeah. himself yeah, is he trying him. to... And he experimented on himself. But okay. Bruce, Bruce Banner thought it was for um, cellular regeneration or something like that. But yeah. it's actually a military project yeah. by General Ross. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. General Ross is there at the he end. Was. Yeah, he, he was. was. He was. He was. Yeah, yeah. 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 He was at the one. funeral. Yeah. One of the first. But people he's also well. like he. He's higher than general. He goes, becomes like secretary. Oh yeah, of, secretary of state, doesn't he? I was yeah. surprised yeah. that they continued with the same. I was like, fair enough, because yeah. he's in um, Civil War, right? Yeah, yeah. and also the, the Hulk. Yeah, yeah, yeah the, the Ed Norton one. Yeah. I actually really liked the Ed Norton Hulk because Ed Norton as a as an actor is is total opposite. I mean, say, same with Mark Ruffalo. They're very like when they speak, they speak very calmly and. I you think, would not mm, think that. I think in terms of this MCU now, like post Avengers, Mark Ruffalo is a much better Hulk to have than Ed Norton. Yeah, because he's funnier. Yep. Oh, yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. And Ed Norton's like in real life is apparently crazy. Yeah, he's a dick. Yeah. It's I like think, I think it would have been hard to work with him, especially with all his actors. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I he used to be Robert Downey Jr. and Ed Norton just not getting along at all. Yeah. No, yeah. exactly. Ed Norton used to come up, apparently used to come to set with an entire. Fresh script that he wrote himself, <laughs> and he he just he just wing it, and the directors would have to say, "All right, screw it, let's yeah. go with it." Wow. So that yeah, you can't work with someone like that professionally. That's um that also case. like uh, what's his name, who the guy that Did played Batman, Paul Antonio. <laughs> Did you? <laughs> <laughs> you guys were definitely not thinking of who was on. <laughs> the guy that plays Batman in Dark Knight. What's his Cr- name? Christian Bale. Christian Bale is also like Ed Norton. Oh, Christian Bale, absolutely yeah, yeah. mad. Yeah. They both. Like live in their character, so they're spastics on have you, set. Have you heard him, um, Christian Bale? Terminator. Yell at the Terminator. director. Terminator. Yeah, yeah. No, he's not the director. <laughs> it's, no, the director. It's, it's an like assistant. It's a cameraman or something. Yeah, oh, yeah. 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 Absolutely rages. And the thing is, so when you hear him talk normally, he's got a Welsh accent, so he's still in character when he's yelling at that guy because he's got an American accent. I, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Ultimate troll. That's how method he is. Jeez. <laughs> Yeah, bit, so, of a, bit of a taboo slip into DC there. <laughs> yeah, we keep, we keep going everywhere. On this <laughs> so back to the back so to Hulk. The Hulk. Hulk. Anything else about the Hulk? Uh, the best scene that we we were discussing is the taco scene. <laughs> oh my gosh, that was the that was the time in the film when I just put my hands up, going, "Who is this guy?" Like it's just it's so cool to see him just in in the Zen, giving his taco to bloody Scotland. <laughs> I think it's the best scene. It's the best scene. <laughs> it's so of- funny. <laughs> It's such a fucking dumb scene. <laughs> like, it's so dumb that it's incredible. 
And the music. The music, the, music, the fact that the tacos are just made out of shit. Like, the, the worst tacos ever. <laughs> Disappointing. And just the fact that Hulk makes tacos. Like, how is he making these tacos? <laughs> and, like, he's so happy. Yeah. He's just like, huh. I'm just these tacos. Mark Ruffalo wouldn't have done that as Bruce Banner. I don't think he would have done it. It's just the fact that he's the Hulk. He's become extra nice. I mean, well, now it's like he's become, like, a bit more confident. Because yeah. as... As yeah, a Bruce yeah. Banner, he's always reserved because he's like, if I get too excited, I'll become a Hulk. Yeah, 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 yeah. But he's happy with he's, everything, man. Yeah, he's he's taking selfies with people. <laughs> he's- That's the other thing because in Avengers One, Bruce Banner is the most sort of subdued. He stays away from all mm. the conflict, and he's that guy. And then post Snap. He's, he's the one that's got the most together out of yep. all of them. Yep. Like, probably him and Captain America. I think America. it's because he's always had his shit everywhere. <laughs> yeah. So it's yeah. like, oh, I've always had my shit everywhere. So he's, he's already had all this yeah. you know, turmoil in his life with the Hulk and him. and So he's kind of been through all this before, whereas yep. all these other characters are experiencing it for the first time. Well, saying that, Captain America, he's basically lost all his friends twice. So yeah. this is the second time. Yeah. Yeah. So that's why he kind of deals yeah. with it. Okay, but yeah. you see Tony Stark, he's... He's fucked. He's gone. Thor's mm. come alcoholic, and and that's the mm. interesting thing about Tony Stark is that all these people have died, but but he's very happy with the family he's got. But is he? <laughs> well, that's that's the thing. It's like he doesn't want to lose this, but wants that back, and he doesn't know how it's going to work. Which I think ultimately is why they bring people back as they were, but five years later because he doesn't want to lose it. He doesn't want to just revert to that point. Yeah. Actually, which uh, probably could yeah. do maybe. Probably could. You, you can, can do, do whatever, whatever you want. You can <laughs> bring them all back as pigs if you want. <laughs> That's if you got into Tony the Stark duck world and yeah, I've got out the duck. <laughs> mm. The thing with Tony Stark is in the first Iron Man, you know that he doesn't care about people. Like that's his character at the start of the movie. Yeah. Yeah. But then he sees the stuff happening in Afghanistan. And he meets that doctor, which is yeah. like one big turning point. And he's not mm. related to any of those people, but he generally wants to do good. Like he wants to save I think I think he thinks he's doing good, even when he's selling the weapons. He's like, yeah. I'm helping people. I'm I think making the world But then safe. when he sees the direct impact of what, what he's, he's done, doing. yeah, yeah. Even though he didn't, yeah, even though he didn't even sell it to those guys, the fact that his weapons were stolen and it's used sold, for yeah. bad things, he was like, he shit, this is the reality of it. All. He felt responsible, and, and that- then his own guns were used against him. Right? They yeah. have his guns and they pointed at him to yeah. hold him hostage. Yeah, he's yeah. like, and oh fuck. That come back. That comes back to this movie where. It's within his power to save the whole universe. He can do it. He's got the tools to do it. Mm-hmm. And that's why Pepper says, can you rest? Like, it's not it's not your character to do this. Like, if you can do something to... If you're responsible for something, you will do it. Yeah, and that's a big change. Like, he's restless because he, he knows that something needs to be fixed. And, and he's the one that can yeah. do it. Yeah. It's called back as well when he, when he goes back in time to meet his father. And he's just having a chat. And, and somewhere Howard slips in this, this sentence where it's like, my wife thinks I always, uh, you know, put the greater good behind my self-interest, but you know, I know what I know what the correct order is. And that just that line itself, I felt like Tony had a snap moment there, where it's like, okay, now yeah, I know well, what what matters. Well, Tony, yeah. Tony asks him, um, he's like, why don't you want your your son to turn out like you? Because mm-hmm. um, he says he prefers a daughter, not a son, because his son might turn out like him. Right. And then Tony's like, why is that? Why is that well, such a bad yeah. thing? And yeah. that's what he says. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah I rarely. Well, put- Howard says he he rarely puts. The greater good in front of his self-interest. Yeah, because yep, yep. it is true. Howard Stark built his what's empire. It called? Empire, his empire yeah, on, on on military yeah. and basically just selling weapons. Yeah, not really caring. And that's what goes. Tony also inherited yeah. as a result. So it's not it's not like he um, it's not like Howard Stark was a saint, I guess. Yeah, hmm. but Tony feels like he could be better than his father almost. 
Yeah, and which, which is something like his father expects him to be better as well. Yeah, from what from what his father says, and we, we see a lot of that internal conflict in Iron Man too. Actually, when 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 he's trying to find what what made his father special and what made him special, and that little arc, like by the end of Iron Man one, we see he's a reformed character. He's not just a douche anymore. Now by Iron Man two and Iron Man three, is like slowly he's getting. He's not just heading up the Avengers, but he's also in charge of like worldwide reform on all sorts of things. And then you go to Civil War where he's now is a schism though he, he's he wants to put a as he said was a suit of armor around the world yeah yeah and that's the and conflict. he's still talking about that at the start of this movie he was yeah and, and still, actually he talks about, about that the suit of armor thing was age of ultron yeah it was it was the ultron project but yeah. Yeah. i think he he had a, he had a vision of even after ultron went ah, wrong he has a vision very good he had a well vision well to well fix ultron and make him the you know the, oh somehow i don't know what the full idea was another another callback to age of ultron i think tony stark got the idea of settling down having that whole you know just like like ranch for himself after visiting clint and his family and there's a line where he says oh, you know wouldn't this be nice cap just to have our own place and settle down and that that's that's where i feel he got that idea from that this would be the ultimate thing if i could have it we see him he's got the, he's got his own place he's got his own ranch he's got very know, similar to very very similar yeah, to, to, hawkeye. To, to hawkeye yeah hawkeye the mvp and then and then the, the guy cool- that defeats doctor strange <laughs> <laughs> Oh my gosh! <laughs> and Cap, Cap actually references that at the end of the movie when he's when he's old and he's mm. like, um, I, "I thought I'd try the lifestyle that Tony was telling me to get." Yeah, in terms of having a family. Yeah. Well, no, I think yeah. I think it's because Tony keeps telling Captain America to get a life, like yeah. the like go, just bloody you need to get a life, yeah. and so he's like, "Well, I got the life that he kept saying," yeah. Yeah. as in the insult. <laughs> but yeah, uh, we'll get to Captain America in a second, but we'll finish finish with uh, Tony. Yeah, so he's. Obviously, come full circle. So he, he was the one that started it. There was this theory about his hand, how they keep showing his hands in the movie, and he keeps well, injuring his hand. Do you, know, do you know this theory? It's a bit stupid in terms of oh, his hand's going to do something special at the end. I think it's just. I work as a physiotherapist. You're a doctor. If you <laughs> injure your left hand, and then you get impacted on the same hand like two years later, you're just more likely to injure it. Yeah. So yeah. wait, what was the th- so? So the theory is that um, throughout the whole series, oh, he's always known, or he always feels something. Uh, is it? He's or? always injuring a, his hand. He's always injuring his hand, and he's is le- he his left hand? His left yeah. hand in, in right. particular, and there's also a lot of emphasis on just his hand. But he doesn't use his left hand to click. That's no, the thing. Yeah. He uses his right hand to click. Yeah. So I don't think that was. Uh, I think it's just intentional. I think it's just good continuity in the universe in terms, in terms of. of Injury. He's, he keeps injuring his left hand because yeah. that hand has been injured and it's weakened. Yeah. But that being yeah. said, um, when does he injure his hand? Oh, he injures it in basically. Every are they big movie. injuries? No, no. They like, just like little like, okay. sure. stingers. Basically, yeah. every movie in Civil War he injures it as well. Yeah, I meant to when he gets knocked out of the car by that electrical dude. He's in yeah. a sling for a bit and it's yeah, like. Yeah. Um, but I think it is poetic in the sense that the first shot of Tony Stark that you see in the whole MCU is him holding a a glass of alcohol. In, in the tank, you know. Yeah, in Iron person. Man 1 when yeah. he's first going, yeah. Yeah, and then the last time you see him doing anything is clicking his fingers to get rid of Thanos. So it's kind of... That is true. Yeah. That, that so he went from alcohol, power, to power. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing changed much. <laughs> <laughs> and and that, that his death was something that was like, I wasn't expecting it. This it The was, second time I saw it, it actually hit me even harder. Because yeah. he's my... He was my favorite character in the MCU. I could tell it was hitting you hard. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right. I could yeah, tell. This, I was like, this, this, yeah, time this guy's like, feeling it. This yeah. Time it was, <laughs> yeah, it was hard. Obviously, he's 
the heart of this MCU, really. Yep. Um, so yeah, it starts with, off with him. And, yeah. So with him yeah. not being there, I think it, it, it's definitely different going forward. Oh, well. Oh, man. He, his reunion with Peter Parker, like, on the field. And then later on, Peter's like, we won. We did it. And he's yeah. just... Yeah. It, it, I think, oh, it's so heartbreaking. And just a callback to the first Avengers. I think this is, like, something they called back to in this. The first Avengers, Captain America says... You're not the person to lay your yeah. life on the line. Like put your body on. You wouldn't yeah. put you. You wouldn't lay down on the wire to let everyone go through. And then yeah. Tony Stark says, "I'll just cut the wire." So at that point, he was still a guy that said, "I can fix every problem without kind of dying, yeah, exactly. putting myself yeah. in harm." Mm, yeah, yeah. But when it came to the point where he had to do it, he did it. Yeah, so, yeah. You get, yeah. Throughout that time, I guess at the start, he always thinks as a easy, smooth solution. Yeah. But this is like, it's not a smooth solution at all. There's like no out. Yeah. Yeah. And as as tragic as the decision he made was, I think it, it all comes down to that one moment when, in the end, Thanos has all the stones, everyone is almost defeated, he's about to snap his fingers. Tony looks at Strange, like, what what did I do wrong? Yeah. What is there left to do? You said this was the one, right? This was the one out of 14 million. And Strange doesn't do anything. He just says, this is the one. He just gives him yeah. the finger. Just gives him the finger. Guess what? This ain't it, bitch. <laughs> That's... That, that and he couldn't risk anything more than that, right? If he said anything more than that, it wouldn't have happened. But that's when Tony knew that he's he everything. Every, everything up until this point was to keep him alive, because he's the key. And if he's the key, he can't just sit around doing nothing. He's got to do something. Well, he's yeah. the key for more than one reason. He makes the time travel, yeah, and he also snaps his fingers. Yeah. So, so he yeah. really had to be there. Oh, yeah. oh, another thing. So that whole time travel thing. So I think people believe in two things. So I'm not talking about time travel, like the theory <laughs> behind it. But you know how. He essentially makes that Mobius strip and figures out the so-called equation. Some people reckon it's after these guys come to his house and talk to him about time travel that he then tries to figure it out. But I reckon he's been trying to figure out this whole time. Yeah. And then these guys give him, they tell him about it, and then he uses that information, puts it together, and he's like... Shit, well, now it finally works. It, it looks like he's too far through the... Yeah, yeah. He solves it in like a day. Yeah, yeah, And He was missing a key. And that key was Ant-Man. Yeah, yeah, The Ant-Man solution. You do see him say, Friday, can you run the simulations one last time? Yeah, So I feel like he's been running it for a while. And his reaction is not the kind of person... Yeah, if he just started it that morning, you wouldn't be that surprised, right? His reaction's like, shit. It's like, damn, it took me 15 minutes to figure this out. Fuck, I thought it would take five yeah, so it looks like he has been working on it for a while, but he just needed that quantum realm idea. And his conversation yeah. with Pepper also is like, I, I figured it out, you know, I f- yeah. what time travel. And, so and it looked like she kind of knew that. She he was knew that to, he was, yeah. yeah. And it's an interesting callback to mathematical theory where, yeah, Mobius Strip is the only simple shape that has one continuous side, no matter how you think about it. It has so, once, yeah, exactly. So you start at one but point. it's a 3D shape. It's yeah. a 3D shape. You start at one point, you draw a straight line, you end up exactly where you were. And I think him using that as a basis for quantum particle theory or string theory, if you do a lot of calculations on that, the shape of the universe is apparently something very similar to that kind of shape. So he says if he takes time to be a flat plane, run through it, you can come back to a point before your current position. So that's what I think this time travel theory is based around. It's like everything's a continuous loop until you decide to take a different track. Time travel. (laughs) (laughs) And also the other thing about, I think, I guess the whole time, Iron Man at some point knew that he might he'll have to snap like as a, as a backup option because he's made his nanotech in a way that they can incorporate the Infinity Stones right because because yeah. you didn't see that formation on his hand but when he goes and grabs the gauntlet and steals the Infinity mm-hmm. Stones I think, it, I think also his nanotech can form whatever he wants it to 
Yeah, but I feel like it took them so long to make a gauntlet, right? So, True. so like, like you, probably, sim- you probably probably program. It's probably it, a yeah. bit more than which I, I don't it know. I mean, you could say that there's a bit of a a direction fault there to say that. Well, it took you this long to make the thing that Hulk wore. How does this guy just... Like, to be honest, it did take them that long to make it. It took them like... Because... But like, I, I don't I, think it works the same way as the gauntlet in Infinity War. Because it depends on, you know, strong Thanos oh, is. Yeah. But Thanos clicks his fingers and he isn't impacted anywhere as much as Hulk is. So, like, it goes up all the way up to his neck and, like, his face is all burnt and stuff. Well, no, he is. At the end of Infinity War, he, there is a burn that goes all the way up. But not all the way. Like, he's not that impacted. Because no, you've seen him at the end. It's on his face. No, not at the end of Infinity War. At the Infinity War, yeah. it doesn't get to that. Yeah, it doesn't get to He gets he up to his neck. Well, he does yeah. it the second time. Because yeah. Thanos is stronger than Hulk. Yeah. 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 It seems yeah. like it. Yeah. 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 But I also think the gauntlet that Tony makes isn't as strong as the, uh, the, the other one. The dwarf yeah. one. But I guess yeah. the gauntlet also allows you to harness, like, each stone separately or, like, use the yeah. powers. And I don't know. I mean, it's like. Can Tony? I mean, you're going into real semantics here, but can Tony's incorporated suit glove think, thing nah, do that? Maybe not. Oh fuck, he did it. <laughs> no, but he used the the culminative power of the stones and changes, you know, existence. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But can he like? Oh, we can don't he know. Use, like can he use like what? No, yeah. no, no. He can't. No. But yeah. could the other glove? Maybe not even that glove. No, probably not. It's probably probably because it's Nilavidia, yeah. Nidavilia. Well, yeah. The thing Gauntlet. is, they probably didn't make it to do that because they're like, why do we need it to do that? That's true. But like, yeah. he uses Thanos uses the other glove to do shit with the like individual time. Individual oh yeah, he uses yeah, no, the he shit. Yeah. No, he takes the stone off and takes it into his other hand. No, and that's no, that's it. when he fights Captain Marvel, but. Throughout in Infinity War, oh, yeah, Infinity War. So, yeah. no, the Infinity War glove is superior to the Tony to Stark. the yeah. Endgame glove. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah definitely. Yeah. yeah, I guess in that. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and I think that there is some merit to the aspect that the nanotech suit doesn't necessarily just adapt as is. You have got to have some pre-planning. Yeah, Vent- I reckon this. Well, yeah. saying that he recorded that message beforehand as well, so he kind of knew something was going to happen. Yeah, I think yeah. kind of knew. And, and there was that one mechanism where on the field he modified his suit. To take in Thor's lightning power and channel it directly through his uh, his arc reactor, which is a reference to, to the first Avengers, Avengers one. one. Yeah. yeah, when he realized, oh, this shit is actually powering me up. Now he's actually built something yeah, to actually exactly. absorb that energy, which is like a purposeful uh, decision. That that yeah. was cool. And they kind of also make fun of that when when they go back to 2012 and they take the thing out of Iron Man's chest, and then Thor's like, I didn't know this would work. Like he hits yeah, the heat hammer on it. It's like I don't oh. think that would work. <laughs> <laughs> that was hilarious. Yeah. He essentially um, so, defibrillates him. So before <laughs> we end up, we, before we finish up on... We've got um, one last character. Well, before we finish up on Iron Man, um, you had a theory about Iron Man. About yeah, his look, potential. look, it's not my theory. I read it online, but you don't know about this yet. But okay. at the end of the movie, there isn't an end credit scene, but it does fade to black and you hear the sound of a hammer hitting metal. And apparently it's the same sound that is in the first Iron Man movie where Tony starts making his helmet. Mark 1. Mark 1. Yeah, yes. in the cave. In the cave. Mark yeah. 1 Iron Suit. Yeah. Yes. Oh. So it's it's the sound of it's the sound of him hitting the metal basically with the hammer. Shit, where was this like right right as the credits roll? No, right, right at the right, end. Right yeah. at the end. Right at the end. When you're waiting for that post credits trailer, there's nothing that happens but there's just a clanging sound. That's why I was doing this. Oh yeah, and no, I did hear something like that when we were watching it for the first time around. I didn't know what that what it was. That, that's yeah. so that that is the end credit scene. I use my hands to make bunny ears. Okay. <laughs> so what's oh, also known as quotation marks? <laughs> bunny ears. Bunny ears. Yeah. Bunny. <laughs> 
So what, what's your theory behind that? It's not my theory once again. I don't think this is going to happen. But the theory is that before Iron Man died, he moved his consciousness into a computer of some sort, kind of like Arnim Zola does in The Winter Soldier. Or yep. essentially Jarvis's eyes as Jarvis himself. himself. Yeah. And in the comics, there is precedent for this in terms of he does make himself into a holographic form and then he uses the Iron Man suit as a hologram, which is possible. Or it could just be like a Jarvis or he could just be dead. Or it could just be a digital dead. consciousness. That makes yeah. sense. Yeah, it could just be digital consciousness. I, I, don't think, I don't think that's what's happened, but I think it leaves the door open to kind of say, oh, maybe you can come back. Oh, I was thinking... The first time when I heard it, because like when you hear that, you always think of like hammers and stuff. So I was like, "Are we? Are we thinking of like I? I mean, obviously, I'm a fan you of Thor. Thor, yeah, Thor." And I was thinking if something's going on there, uh, but it, it's definitely the sound from Iron Man. 1. It seems like yeah. it. Hmm. That's interesting. I, I did and not. Technically, yeah. I mean, that could just be the ultimate conclusion, right? Because in that, that's when he's making the Iron Man suit, which is like the whole thing about the first MCU movie. Are they just concluding it with the first, you know, yeah, concluding? Be, yeah, concluding. Just a reference. Yeah. yeah. I think it might just be a reference. The could ultimate be- reference to the creation of this world and these yeah. 22 movies. Mm-hmm. But also they could use it as like a, I think it's just a reference, but they could be hinting towards him coming back maybe. Got to ask John Favreau. See what he thinks. I just want some cheeseburgers, man. Director of Iron Man. To that making, uh, one. Uh, he thinks, he thinks uh, Robert Downey Jr. should play Scar. <laughs> <laughs> Scar? In Lion King. What? Not really. Really? No, no. no, no. <laughs> it's because John Favreau is directing Lion King. Oh, is he? Yeah. yeah. Oh, I don't know. I don't think Lion King's going to be good, but anyway. <laughs> All right. We're left with one. Cap. Cap. We Captain America. with Iron Man, but, you know. Yeah. Well, yeah. we kind of... Well, the movie ended Man. with Iron Man, so... <laughs> well, no, the movie ends with Cap, actually. Yeah, it actually Cap. does, yeah. doesn't yeah. it? Yeah. Yeah. I think Cap's storyline's a lot more... A lot more happy. Yeah, it's a lot more... Yeah, it is happy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it's a good conclusion. The, Every, guy, the man yeah. that does... I think he's the one character in the MCU that doesn't change throughout his whole time because he's perfect to begin with. He never changes. He's a good soul. He, he's, he's perfect to begin with and also he's never, he's never won. He's never gotten a happy family. He's never gotten... He's stuck in the future all the time. And he keeps lamenting on the fact that he never took that chance to, to have that life. Last dance with that. Yeah, last thing. dance. Yeah. As the authority on waiting too long, don't. Like every single movie, yeah. there's a reference where he's just, he's got that regret. Yeah. And I think as a result, he, he keeps going on, but uh, it was really good to see him finally have a. Have a finally be happy. That's yeah, true. Be happy. And yeah. also, right, you know, in the first few movies, he's actually like, in the first Avengers movie, Captain America is like a huge underdog. Like, you know, when that ship goes down. Iron Man's like doing everything and all that he can do is jump from like a fan to another fan and just take out some people. Like he's an underdog and when Thor comes in, it like these people are gods. Like he's definitely the underdog at the start. So like he's kind of like someone you root for and then finally like he becomes this absolute beast of a dude but like he's still very humble and everything. So yeah. Yeah. very fitting, I think. And I think he's one of the few main characters you see in a movie that is doesn't change. And he's always, stays he always sticks, by, sticks by his guns, stays true to what yeah, he is. Because he can do this all day. Very good. He knows. Yeah. Is it man of man of firm principles? You know, stick yeah. your foot in the ground, tell the other person to yeah. move, and not that kind of stuff. Like it's pretty old school. Yeah. It's old school, but it's like yeah. you know, obviously like they're values that hold through time, and exactly. that, that's yeah, the, yeah. that's the point. And the thing is, he always he he says in this movie, he he says he met the love of his life, and then he 
um, went into ice for seventy years. So. And you have to just move on. Yeah. You have to well, roll yeah, with the he punches. Ta- he yeah. takes it quite well when the snap happens. He's yeah, yeah he, he's probably one of the yeah. better ones. I mean, to he, take. relatively well. I think he's still kind of he's pissed he is. off. <laughs> he's pissed off. But the, the thing is, he says the love of his life. So Peggy's still the love of his life, even after many, many years. So that's when yeah. he goes back. Well, it's certainly not Sharon Carter, that no, bitch. It's, it's, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, wait, what happened to Sharon? I don't know. I did he, know. Did he ever cares. get it on with her? Oi, Sharon's actually his... <laughs> Let's not talk about this. Is some Game of Thrones. This is some weird, Jon Snow Daenerys shit, shit, isn't happening. <laughs> did, did, did he ever get it on with Sharon? He kissed her. He kissed her. Okay. Sharon's so, his niece. Blood wise, yeah, yeah te- she technically is, she yeah. is. Technically, yeah. yeah well, yeah. nice. Well, not even technically, she is. is. Nice. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. If you believe that, that's if he's in this still in the same timeline, and he's the one that married Peggy, and therefore had kids and blah blah. Ah, so. <laughs> yeah. uh, oh, shit! Time, time travel. Time travel. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I still think he's safe. I'll, t- I'll tell you why later. <laughs> safe meaning like he doesn't have what an STD no, no, or something. <laughs> that the 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 grand you say the uncle Steve Rogers was still in that timeline as an old man because it would have been two thousand and twelve ish two thousand and thirteen yeah yeah uh, the cap that basically started flirting with Sharon was the ice cap so it's like the young version he never knew that Peggy no, they, was they always they always well basically if if we say Cap goes into the in, into the ice and then he goes back to that point and that's where he comes back yeah. in time travel. Then there's always going to be two Captain Americas. There's going to be one in the ice, yep. and, and one, one outside. That's, one that's outside. That kind Once of, that yeah. one comes out of the ice, he probably goes underground so that he doesn't mess with anything. No, I think he's no, I think he's in hiding the whole time, regardless. Even when Cap's in ice, this Captain America is still hiding with Peggy, just having a normal life. Probably, probably not doing all that much. Yep. And once that Captain America comes out of the ice, he still does all the same things that he would have, and they're living in the same timeline basically. And then that Captain America goes back in time. It becomes the old Captain America and lives bilaterally to the other one. So it's a loop again. Yep. yep. But it keeps happening. Yeah. But yeah. now that Cap's gone back in time, now this Cap's still there. So then there's one Captain America. Yes. Yes. As you get to the so final the, scene, at the there's end, one. There's only one. Mm. So it's a loop until that point and then it goes um, yep. linearly. But technically it's a different Captain America, isn't it? It's, yeah, yeah. It's a different it's Cap. Falcon, isn't it? Captain Falcon. Oh, dude. <laughs> no, no. We are going to Nintendo territory. Yeah. <laughs> Jeez, we've been referencing a lot of random shit. Yeah, this podcast. <laughs> so the, the, the reference to Falcon becoming Captain America. So, <laughs> you t- are you going to tell the story? Yeah, about, I'll tell yeah. the story. We've got to tell the story. So we, we, watched the, we watched this movie with a group of people. Some have seen all the MCU movies, like all of us in this room, and some haven't. There was a certain person that hadn't, and she was confused as to why... The old Captain America gives the shield to the black guy. It's like, why is, why is he giving Wait, the shield? Wait, who said this? Who said this? We'll tell, we'll tell, we'll you, tell you. What? Um, why what? are they listening to this podcast? They might be. <laughs> they might be. They probably know who they are. But yeah, um, I don't think she meant it in a, in a racist way. I think she just was. I think she just didn't know who the character yeah. was. <laughs> I think she's still living in the same era, Captain America. So. <laughs> um, but basically in the comics, there's two. After Captain America either retires or dies, either Bucky or in the latest version of the comics, Falcon becomes Captain America. So mm. it, it's an alternate where Peggy becomes Captain America as well. I think that's just a... That, that's... Steve, what if, I think. Steve Rogers doesn't become Captain America then, though. Mm. No, no. In yeah, it's an alternate. Instead yeah. of passing... Yeah, that's an alternate. Yeah, it's an alternate. But in terms of passing on the mantle, it's, it's either Bucky or, or Falcon. Falcon. 
I talked to Karidi about this. I felt that if they pass it on to Bucky, it's just another white bloke with a superhero serum in him. Super yeah. soldier serum in him. Hmm. It's basically just Steve Rogers, except with long hair. Yeah. But if you pass it on to Falcon, it's something different. Yeah, and they can exactly. do something else with it. And I think yeah. Falcon is more, in terms of his values, I think he's closer to Steve Rogers than Bucky. Yeah, they're both war veterans. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Bucky's as well. Bucky's but, but the wrong side of the war. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but veteran. He's a veteran at fucking taking out innocent people. <laughs> he's a veteran for Russian <laughs> affairs. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, like Steve really wanted to fight in the war, and I feel like um, what, what's his actual name? What's Falcon's actual name? Sam Sam Wilson. Sam, Sam Wilson. Yeah. yeah, Sam Wilson. I think he's similar. Whereas Bucky was just a guy that was, you know, he he had everything that needed to, for the war, so he was just initially and yeah, he was in the war. Like he, I don't think he really had a choice. Whereas Steve Rogers did, and he wanted to go to the war. Yeah, yeah. that's true. And like yeah. Falcon, I mean, he sticks with Steve Rogers the whole time. You know, yeah. he's like his sidekick, and he he holds true in all these movies. So makes sense but obviously it's not going to be the combat's not going to be even close to the same level yeah. this well, guy doesn't can, have this do serum this, he could he could like fly and do some different stuff with it i think they can do some yeah it'll be things. different mm-hmm. yeah so they're doing a tv but can show. He, but is he worthy for the hammer no, probably not no. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, just give him a normal hammer yeah <laughs> <laughs> Like what's from buttings? <laughs> yeah, he gets real violent. It turns into a horror film. <laughs> Comes <It's> like, Halloween. <laughs> Friday the thirteenth, Captain America. <laughs> he just chucks the shield and then chucks a normal hammer at the shield. <laughs> and the voice just falls to the ground. It just makes a clang. It's like, what was that supposed to do? <laughs> um, the question is, I got two questions actually. Now they bring up shield. So, did the shield get completely like? Wasted? So that's, that's he went back in time and then got the oh, shield yeah, again from Howard Stark. That's right because when he did go back in time, he only had the hammer. He didn't have the shield. Yeah. 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 Well, no, and yeah, but also like you figure out the fact that you can make a shield. You can make uh, the shield. It's, a, it's our vibranium. Yeah, yeah, it's vibranium. But like, I mean, why can't he go to Wakanda? He's mates with Black Panther now. Yeah, but Black <laughs> Panther wasn't alive when he went back there. Oh, well, he was. But, it but was vibranium was there. Yeah. No, but you, he could have gone to Wakanda and be like, "Hey guys, I'm from the future. I know you guys." Because T'Challa's dad doesn't know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But true. I think it's the but same shield. Got, yeah, it's the same shield. He just went back in time and got it. And the other question was Bucky. He seems to know what's going on. He's like, "Will um, Sam go talk to?" So what was going on with that? No, I think no, he knew. No, I think Bucky, oh, no, no. Bucky knows. Bucky, no, no. He knows because he says, oh, I'm, I'm going to miss you. Yeah, exactly. Oh. That's what I picked up in the second time. He's like, I'm going to miss you, man. You can know because as soon as Steve Rogers goes in the path, he knows that he just wants to be there because they, they're kind of – so Bucky, even though he's kind of from the past, same realm, he's kind of lived out this fucked up life. So I don't think he has as much wanting to go back to that time, but – he knows that Steve Rogers always has that little inkling of want to go back and live his life. So he knows it. And that's why he hugs him at the end. He's like, I'm going to miss you, man. So What if Bucky met him in the past? This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad. And I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which 
is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive in June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive in June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready get 30, ready get 20, 20, 20, ready get 20, 20, ready get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. What? What? There's like a, while he was as a bad person. While he was Winter Soldier. Mm. That's unlikely. That's a mind. Because it was brain. <laughs> yeah, it's unlikely. Oh, yeah. yeah. I mean, very unlikely. Yeah. yeah. But I think it's. I think it's more likely. you Yeah. And that's that's why he wasn't. He wasn't. He wasn't expecting him to come out when they do the countdown. It's Sam and the Hulk that expect him to come out. Bucky just turns around straight away and he just and he looks. Bucky turns around looking for benches. He's like, "Where the fuck's the bench?" <laughs> <laughs> He's like, I want to sleep. I'm sick of this fight has worn me out. Bucky's actually homeless. He just looks for benches wherever he can. Yeah, Wakanda. It's such a long way away from Wakanda. He lives in Wakanda. So there's gonna be a there's gonna be a TV show, Bucky and Sam. That's not, yeah. that's not what it's called. It's called Bucky it's called. and Sam. <laughs> Maybe some butter. It's just their road trip from wherever they were to. Um, Dude, where's my car? Falcon in the Winter Soldier. Yeah, that's what it's called. Yeah. yeah. Oh, nice! Yeah. Wow. Okay. Uh, who's producing it? Netflix? Nah, Disney Plus. Disney Plus. Shit. Oh, of course, it's Disney, Disney Plus. Plus. They're doing this. They're doing the new Loki series, apparently. And Tasha. Wanda, WandaVision. WandaVision. Yeah. And then, yeah. but they're not doing Black Widow. That's no, that's a movie. Yeah. Ah, oh, well, yeah. so they are. Yeah, they are. <laughs> Disney, Disney is. Yeah. 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 So, uh, sorry, what were the other movies you said? Uh, no, just the the WandaVision. Wanda and Vision. Yeah. Wanda and Vision have their own series. Loki, oh, wow. when he disappears with the power with with the space stone, he's going to have his own little series. Are you serious? Apparently so. Is it when he I disappears think, with the space stone? That's an alternate timeline. That's the alternate timeline. Yeah, it's yeah. going to be is Loki comes up because Loki's like thousand years old or whatever, so he comes up at different points in the past, like during World War Two or during like yeah. just random things that it's, happened in the it past. Just stuff stuff. And just mess, messes shit about. But at yeah. that point, Loki's not a good guy. 
No, no, like it just causes mischief, I guess. Yeah. It's just yeah. opportunistic. It's not actually but evil. It's not actually going to be Tom Hiddleston as Loki. He's just going to do the voiceover. It's going to be a lot younger Loki. Hmm. How, how young? Because uh, he doesn't. Like teenage? Teenage, like 20s? Because they don't age after at some point in time. Yeah. 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 Uh, except for except for Anthony Hopkins, yeah, <laughs> but he's like what fifty thousand years old or something. Odin was born like that, <laughs> <laughs> and Paul Bloody Rudd. Have you seen his face from when he's like eighteen years old? He looks exactly as it is now. It's yeah. just just smoother skin. His secret Asgardian, <laughs> dude. It, dude's yeah. been in the quantum realm for bloody forty years. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Uh, we'll talk about the other Avengers in this movie in a second, but I just wanted to talk about since Cap is gone and Tony's gone. Who will be sort of the leader of the Avengers? We talked about this in our predictions, but now we have some clarity. I guess. Uh, Do you think it's going to be Captain Marvel? I, I, don't, I actually don't think it's no. going to be Captain I think she's going to be more of like the Thor character. Yeah, now she's her jurisdiction's galactic, so I don't yeah. think she's going to be focused on the Earth. Uh, it's, it's an interesting conversation. So the contenders are Black Panther, Spider-Man, uh, a Dark Horse is, is Hawkeye. Because he's still around and he's Ooh. got experience. Got uh, there's, experience. Actually, there's actually a Hawkeye TV series as well. I forgot to mention that one. Oh, yeah. shit. So there's a Hawkeye TV series <laughs> where he's um, passing on the mantle to his daughter. So probably not go. Hawkeye. Probably not Hawkeye. And the other one is Doctor Strange. Uh, Ooh, actually, yeah, I reckon Strange is a good candidate. And also another dark horse is um, Scarlet Witch. Scarlet Witch. She's still around. Ant-Man. <laughs> Imagine a team like that, man. <laughs> Hey, if he if he takes up leadership, a funny motherfucker. <laughs> Time travel. Should be is, the Hulk. Actually, is is Hulk out of the question? Yeah, Hulk, be the Hulk. Hulk. Yeah, he's not out of the question. Yeah, is Bruce Banner Hulk? Yeah. He, could, he could do some shit. Yeah. That's true. I, I feel it might be. It, it's not going to be a traditional leadership. It'll be like maybe a committee. It'll be, it'll yeah. be like the yeah. Essendon football football club leadership group. So there'll be a couple of them, <laughs> <laughs> but they're all we shit. <laughs> None of them are good at it. Who's the Dyson Heppel? Who's the Dyson Heppel? Probably Doctor Strange. Or yeah. Black Panther. I don't think it'll be Spider-Man yet, but I think in the future it might. Spider-Man's too young. Yeah. Yeah. I, I'd love to see him take a more active part in being an Avenger, like call to action. Rather than be like... The friendly neighborhood Spider-Man. Like recruited. Like, oh my yeah. God. He's going to keep introducing himself and saying, Hey, Ed. Hey there. Yeah. I'm Peter Parker. <laughs> and I don't think it'll be um, Sam Wilson, even though he's Captain America. I, I think you could take out all the guys in the TV shows, probably. Yeah. 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 Okay. Yeah. Um, we'll talk about Ant-Man, because he's a big part of this movie. He's great. So um, the real MVP of the movie is the rat that lets him out. <laughs> I swear to God, Strange must yeah, have been honestly, like. I reckon that's what Strange is doing that whole time. <laughs> like this, this can't be the one. It's, it's a fucking okay. No, this is the timeline. He's <laughs> magicking a rat about five years into the future to just get to that van. <laughs> Peter Pettigrew. <laughs> Peter Pettigrew. That's how desperate. Secret, secret MVP. Yeah. So I'm gonna watch Infinity War and find the what the fuck moment during Strange's like 14 million timeline trouble. Like, <laughs> really, right? Okay, fine. <laughs> Seriously, there's no other timeline that can help us, and that's it. <laughs> they know that their hopes rely on all right. So we'll probably see more of that man. He was good in this movie. He, he, he was punched. Good, yeah. He punched those worm things out of the sky. Yeah, he did, he pulled a Hulk, yeah. and then he, he did what Hulk did, and then he yeah. fucking stepped on one of Thanos's children and killed him. He was he was huge. He, I think he was he wasn't this big before. Even in the I even Ant-Man of the Wasp, this is the largest yeah, he's got. Largest he's got. Did we talk about how he's fascinated by Thor's storytelling? Oh, yeah, we did <laughs> all the time. Yeah, we yeah, yeah. we did. Yeah. It's so good, it's so amazing, it's so mesmerized by it. He's in the two best scenes in this movie: the taco scene, <laughs> actually three best scenes: taco scene, time travel scene, and um, the Thor scene. Yeah. Uh, 
I'm, I'm so glad he was in this movie. It's just yeah. he was the character that everyone can relate to on a mortal basis. That it's just he's just the dude. And it's always him and food, huh? Peanut butter sandwich, <laughs> taco. This guy's like starving himself. And, and the selfie, the selfie scene. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And also just take the goddamn phone. <laughs> Captain America's ass. Yeah, as far as I'm concerned, that's a very good He's so good. He's like, I like how you, I like how he just loves Captain America so much. He keeps calling you Captain America. Yeah. <laughs> Apparently, he was a writer. Yeah. So, so he was a writer for some of the lines and stuff. I think he probably reprised his lines. Yeah. Yeah. No, but like he's legitimately stuff. he's listed as writer. Oh, okay. According mm-hmm. to one of the, so you know, like the cast does all these interviews. In one of the interviews, is like, what was it like to be a writer on this? On this movie, I think so. Oh, like, yeah. I think he might have been a writer, yeah. or are they referencing the fact that he write he's a writer for other movies? I'm not sure, but I'm he's pretty sure. Sh- for Paul, uh, for Paul Rudd, he's a writer <laughs> for Ant Man. Yeah, oh, okay. So maybe it was yeah. just Ant-Man. Oh, I bet you he wrote this line. There's a beautiful moment when you know uh, I forgot which movie it was, but Ant Man calls Captain America Cap, and Hope gives him like shit for it. And then, and Hope then in this one, Hope calls him Cap and smiles at Ant Man, and he's yeah. like, "Oh no, are you- <laughs> it was a massive pothole." Once everyone comes through the the holes, somehow everyone can hear each other. Yeah, I know. That's always a plot hole in this movie. Yeah. They all seem to have earpieces. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's true. Yeah. Or it could just be an easy spell Strangers does. Everyone can hear each other. Apart from it, but it would get to a point where, like, you're hearing too much. Yeah. Like, you're just <laughs> hearing everyone. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Ravages, can you just shut up for a second, please? <laughs> <laughs> Stop talking to each other. Howard, shut up. <laughs> and, like, someone, one of the enemies just grabs the mic and starts telling them stupid <laughs> shit. So, like... <laughs> Before we finish up on Atman, he actually does have some emotional depth in this movie as well when he meets his daughter and... Who you guys still think's too old? She is I think old. she's too old. She's too old. But I think she's about 17 years old. Because in, this, in Ant-Man and the Wasp, how old was she? I reckon she's about 12 in Ant-Man yeah, and the Wasp. 12? No. Oh, right. Oldest, oldest in 13. in his first movie, 13, she was yeah, tiny. Yeah, she's she like was a tiny, little... Yeah. Yeah, but in the first movie, she's small. She's but like, she's still what, at six? She's still at school. Yeah, six or seven. And then how much? Eight. Old at eight. So you reckon then she gets to how old? To twelve. In in Ant Man and the Wasp. Pushing it. No, no, no. Are you saying she's twelve in Endgame? No, no. Twelve in Ant Man. (laughs) (laughs) I'm like, she doesn't look twelve, man. (laughs) No, she's actually eight in Endgame, man. (laughs) Time travel. (laughs) (laughs) Was it? Was it? Was it the same actress? No, wasn't no, the same age. No, no man. <laughs> or else no, no, they wouldn't because, be that question. Yeah, that's five years later. <laughs> if yeah, she ages that much in a year. She's on some kind of growth hormone. Actually, you know what I thought was really good? The fact, I mean, most movies don't reference this, but they're talking about timelines. Just when the movie gets released, that's the year that it actually is in their in their universe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's fucking great. That's pretty cool. Yeah. That just shows the power of these guys being able to get out movies on time. As they want it. Like, holy shit. They planned that. They, or even they just at least scripted it in. But in my mind, yeah. Uh, what, what, what was that man's daughter's name? Cassie. Yeah. yeah. Did she's 17-ish. Okay. I mean, yeah, she's just living by herself for like five years. I don't know. Maybe her parents are alive. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Possibly. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know how he has like that. She has that stepdad that he doesn't like. No, he, he likes him in the he, second They movie. get along in the second Yeah, yeah, yeah. Five years, he's decided not to like him anymore. <laughs> he's just dating his daughter. <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> I got dark, I'm sorry. <laughs> Ant-Man, dark world. <laughs> be, 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 beating his daughter at video games. There we go. Yeah. That's, what, that's, what, that's, what, that's what you meant. Beating yeah. his daughter after the video game. <laughs> <laughs> beating, beating his daughter is the video game. Oh, no. <laughs> Oh no! It's getting darker. It's getting darker. This is not just time travel. This Talking is like moving to the dark world. <laughs> Talking about the dark world. So Thor, Thor, dark world. Yeah. Thor brings it up in his in his story. He's like, 
That's years ago. My grandfather took the ether from the dark elves. Scary. I feel like that was purposefully done because the dark order is like the black sheep of the universe. It's yeah, like it everyone kind of hates it, so he's just trying to tell it again. In our, in our spoiler free review, we were saying that this movie retroactively makes all the other movies better as well because mm. Thor goes back to the dark world in this movie. Yeah, yeah. So um, and even some of the weaker films, they they're, they seem a lot better now because of this movie. The final battle scene, I don't know if you guys probably picked up on it, but there's this like little girl power thing. Did you, did you know? Yeah, yeah, all the female characters yeah, yeah, were like yeah, ganging yeah. up on Thanos. Yeah, 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 yeah. If, you, if you don't pick it up, then you're an idiot. <laughs> yeah. It's very obvious. It's like that 10 women that come in. <laughs> 10 women just ganging up on one. And they, they had that same theme, uh, theme in Infinity War that we, I think we did discuss at some point when Scarlet Witch gets kind of. Owned by that other girl, then used it correctly Okoye. this time, and then the, yeah. other, and then the, the actual Scarlet Witch, Witch. Yeah. And then the other not Scarlet Red Witch. Sparrow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and then the other Scarlet Witch turns up. Yeah. <laughs> Scarlet Johansson rocks up, yeah. and uh, yeah. Okoye. But this yeah. is on a much larger scale. Yeah, yeah. It's pretty much. Where basically everyone's there Everyone. except uh, Scarlet Witch. <laughs> no, I did but not. That pretty, <laughs> not but that was pretty. But that was pretty good. Like yeah. I didn't feel yeah. like. That went out of its way to do anything. That was it's fair enough. It was good. That was that was just I, a nice thing. I enjoyed yeah. it. It was fine. Yeah, yeah. And on, on that and also, note, yeah, I, I enjoyed this. Like the, getting the gauntlet to the time machine was bloody good to follow. Like I thought the right characters picked it up at the right time. Like Clint had it the whole time. Man, I was hoping he was just gonna wear it and do something because yeah. I was like, bro, but if this he, guy saw, but you would think if you put it on, he, he probably would have died immediately. <laughs> He's gonna die. That's if you click. He doesn't need to click with it. Just no, no, because even putting it on, you kind of get. Oh that yeah, you do, it. don't you? Yeah. But just take one off and put the rest. <laughs> on. Right, right. Get one to that. <laughs> <laughs> you can, let's, make, let's make it even. Come on. Ah, you take one. The soul stone. No one knows what it does. <laughs> just try what. Try it. See what happens. Oh my gosh. It's like they give him the soul stone, and then he looks into what he did, and he's like, he just gets cut up about Gamora. <laughs> Starts crying. He's like, damn, we got him, boys. And that's also a very clever. The part when they were throwing the gauntlet around. Literal idiom of running the gauntlet, which is when yeah. one one person has an idea and everyone else tries to attack him. So that's like a that, that was a physical physical and Black Panther like, like the cultural reference of like Black Panther NFL like this guy's running it like he's it's fucking like playing a, NFL he's like a running back yeah he legit yeah. he's just pulling all those moves and he uses his suit yeah. so like no one's abilities are ignored in this like he, yeah. he uses the vibranium suit he uses that that mechanism that absorbs the power dishes it out again yeah yeah then gives a Spider Man gets on. Valkyrie, it's sick. Instant kill. Instant kill mode. I was waiting for that. Jeez. But even that's like not. No, he nearly gets overrun. Yeah, it gets but kind of burnt out. The funny thing is, he's not doing anything. It's just his yeah. Things it's just the arm. He's just, <laughs> just holding onto this god. He's like, ah, oh, shit. <laughs> and then Captain Marvel makes her entrance. I think her entrance could have been like the Thor, yeah. the Thor Infinity War moment. It wasn't that good. It was okay. Yeah. Oh no! I think that the the Thor Infinity War moment for this film was Captain hammer? wielding Mjolnir. That was by far. I think that's just a call to arms there. That that was incredible. Yeah. But also when those three, when Captain America, Iron Man, and Thor walk out, and then Thor surpowers up, but like you know they're ready. That's dope as well because it's, it's like yeah, the yeah. three big hitters on their team go out. And and it's also a bit weird because it's a bit menacing. Like Thanos, Thanos is just like sitting there and just doesn't give a flying fuck. Like, yeah. He's like he just looks at him and is like oh. And he like slowly gets up, puts the helmet on. Wields his helicopter blades yeah. and then 
just does crazy damage. I, look, he's actually a crazy, crazy good fighter. Yeah, that's yeah. the that's another and huge thing about this movie. We that, haven't seen Thanos yeah. step, step it up to this level. And also, have, we haven't seen Thanos without an Infinity Stone. The fact that this guy has beaten the shit out of these guys. I think. Oh we, my god! We haven't seen Thanos try to kill people yet. In this movie, he's trying yeah. to kill people. Yeah, yeah. And that's a, that's one thing we. Oh, we need to talk about Thanos, I guess. Yeah. The, I mean, in this movie, this Thanos is different to the Infinity War Thanos, which is really interesting. I think it's a good, really good plot point in that the, the reason you need to really destroy this Thanos is because this Thanos doesn't believe in that previous idea of mercilessly killing everyone. He wants to like destroy everything, everything. Yeah. and recreate the world so that they don't know about the destruction, right? Yeah. yeah. Like this, and he's like, I will enjoy destroying your planet. Like this, he thinks that because that initial ideal hasn't worked, he has no choice but to go on this violent rampage. Like he is bloodthirsty, and therefore it makes sense that you got to beat the shit out of him. You know, there's only a few other franchises that have touched on and like full scale wipeout, and it's only been in like video game franchises like Halo or Mass Effect, where the prospect of like in all life being wiped out being the prerogative of the antagonist. Once that gets to this level, you just know this is a completely yeah, it's a completely different Thanos. Once he knows that, oh, these guys just didn't even accept their fate. So I have to wipe out everyone, make sure they remember uh, that they're like they're nothing. Who, who, nothing so that they're grateful. And it's yeah. just this, holy shit, that's extreme. And uh, you can see that the way he fights. But yeah, yeah. I, that for me, the, the whole cap wielding me on the moment, I knew that it was, you, you don't see it. You just see the, the hammer being lifted. Uh, you know, he, Thanos getting smashed with it and it coming back goes right into Cap's hands. And then Thor's reaction is the best. He's just like, I knew it. <laughs> <laughs> It's amazing. It's funny. After that point, there's this point where Cap gets... Cap, like, owns Thanos for a bit, but then Thanos knocks his hammer away and it falls down again. Yeah. Some guy behind me in the theatre was like, time for Iron Man now. (laughs) (laughs) It's like, whoa, man, you're expecting a lot from these guys. You're expecting a lot. (laughs) Because Iron Man was pretty much knocked out at that stage and Thor was, you know, knocked out as well. Cap's on his last legs. I thought Cap was actually going to die at that stage. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah I thought it was getting to some real horrible, gruesome death for Cap because yeah. he was getting knocked apart. Oh, yeah. His shield was getting like basically pummeled and almost to a fine dust. It was, yeah. it was, it was like uh, there's an, another throwback to uh, Age of Ultron. You know that scene where Tony sees all the Avengers dead in, yeah. his, in his mind? The way that Captain America's shield is broken is suspiciously similar yeah, to the way his like shield's that. broken in this yeah. one. And I think that, but that's the point, right? He gets that vision, and that's yeah, that's whatever that vision is supposed to cause. It causes something else or whatever. But I think that is kind of a reference to the end of the Avengers. This, yeah, yeah, Infinity yeah, War, whatever it is. He says it at the start of the movie. Yeah, yeah, I had this vision, and yeah. I wanted to do this. And yeah. in in Ultron, he says that's the end game. Yeah, mm. yeah. in yeah. Ultron, he says he uses those exact words. Yeah, so. and actually, I think in. I think Ultron is probably the movie where we do really start seeing it moving towards here. And, like, the comic book readers know that, okay, now they're definitely going in this direction. And then everyone else kind of picks up on this. There's a much bigger thing going on. Like, obviously, you know, Loki did all this crap. And then in Dark World, there's a reference to all this crap. But Well, the part that everyone hates in that movie... Where Thor Thor goes and jumps in a pond and... Things about the Infinity Stones. It is. A, it is a bit of a weird thing. It's yeah, weird. I know. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I don't think anyone gets what the fuck was going <laughs> yeah, on. That's weird. And it's then Thor gets. I mean, he kind of creates Vision, but doesn't. Like he uses electricity to kind of. Yeah, because he sees that in the Mind Stone there was the hope that was that that was not just to save them from Ultron, but from the from a more bigger threat. So like Thor's being this kind of thing where it's like there's something sure, after this. But what but did what the fuck did Vision do? <laughs> he lifted me on. 
<laughs> he died. <laughs> yeah, so? <laughs> yeah, but like, did it help yeah. anyone? Oh, yeah. I guess, oh, technically, if you didn't have vision in that circumstance, then that's the way that Thanos needs to get it to click for then all this to happen. I mean, if you're thinking real long term, I guess, sure. There's one more character I want to talk about and then we can talk about time travel. Yeah. <laughs> um, that's honestly the biggest discussion that we're yeah. going to have. Scarlet Witch. Oh, can yeah. we talk about Scarlet Witch? We can talk about Scarlet Witch, yeah. yeah. Who, who, who are you thinking of? Scarlet Witch. Uh, Scarlet Johansson. <laughs> I was thinking of Nebula, but yeah. Oh, yeah, oh, Nebula. 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 Let's talk about Nebula. Nebula first. Yeah, yeah. Nebula, Nebula, Nebula's good. Nebula's great in this movie. Finally. Yeah. yeah. Finally some proper shit, huh? With Nebula. Yeah. Just the first scene itself. Literally the first scene. Oh, not, 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 not with um, Hawkeye, but the f- scene after. With Einstein. <laughs> they're playing the yeah, game. Yeah, they're playing. This is so trivial. She's lost every major battle in her life, and it's the first time she's ever won something. And she yeah. doesn't know how to react. She <laughs> doesn't know how to react. It's just so sweet. It's just like, oh, it was fun. So Do you know what I feel bad for her about? Thanos was just about to give her her first compliment, yeah. and then Thor cuts off his head. Yeah. Oh yeah. 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 That's actually <laughs> like sad. First so could you have, in her life? Could you have waited like yeah. two seconds? Me, me and you were saying that we we don't know why Thanos actually likes Gamora more than Nebula. Yeah, Nebula is so much Nebula's, better than Gamora. Yeah. Like well, she's more loyal. She's actually loyal to Thanos, whereas. Gamora's yeah, but actually- I think Gamora hides it from Thanos really well, yeah, yeah. firstly. But also, Gamora doesn't really fail as much as Nebula does. Nebula's Gamora was saved. I think Gamora is... We don't know about Nebula's like origin story and how Thanos found her, but the, I think it's to do with how Thanos found Gamora and therefore that connection as a child and he kind of raised her, even though secretly, you know, like in this movie, Gamora still does not like Thanos and she's already covered up the Soul Stone story. She knows about the Soul Stone. She knows it's on Volmir, um, Boromir. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, you simply just don't walk into Volmir. <laughs> yeah, one does not simply. It's funny when she's, like, um, they're, they're explaining each of the, the stones and she has to explain the, the Soul Stone and she says something, like, really dark and, and everyone's just like, okay. <laughs> and then, and then Ant-Man's like, like not, not it. it. <laughs> <laughs> and he feels guilty but kind of not guilty about it. <laughs> I think her and Tony have like a bond that they kind of make on those 22 days as well yeah Yeah. that's true because yeah i mean like it seems like she's more she's become a bit more humanized after that journey my question to you the other day was um did she she knew about the soul stone like how it works did she know i don't think so no no no. so she just knew she knew that thanos took gamora to the world and then came came back back without her yeah Yeah, because okay. she doesn't know that that death is connected to the, to soul, the soul stone. stone. No, yeah. no. Yeah, yeah. Otherwise, it's if pretty she, dog. She, she knew all along, and she just says those two for me. It's pretty dog. Yeah. yeah. We can quickly talk about Scarlet Witch. Scarlet Witch, she's bloody badass. Yeah. <laughs> she's she, in one scene. Well, one scene, but scenes, she but would yeah. have killed Thanos. She would have actually killed Thanos. Yeah. yeah. Her rage is palpable in this, like I actual think, rage. It's it's really strong. Yeah. You got to say she's. Probably the most powerful character in the MCU, I would say. Well, I don't know if she would have killed Thanos, but she definitely she incapacitated him and was torturing him. I think she also caught him by surprise as well, because he's like, Who's, yeah. "Who the hell is this person?" <laughs> but then she got to she got him to a point where he couldn't do anything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like he was literally going to die. Like at the beginning of that, is like, "I don't even know who you are," and then like thirty seconds later, it's like, "Just fire everything." Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that's but, true. Uh, he takes we'll, out half his we'll heart. We'll lose our own yeah. troops. Just do it. <laughs> <laughs> um, the other thing, before we finish up with all the characters, Nebula, in the comics, she's the one that actually gets the Infinity Gauntlet and snaps to unsnap everything. Oh, shit. 
they didn't do that obviously but she's still a very important character she should have done it because she could just be rebuilt (laughs) 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 that's true she's not completely cyborg is she she's mostly cyborg more machine now than woman (laughs) yeah well they should have done it for roadie she got roadie to do it and just plug his plug his arm (laughs) (laughs) what like ripped off his arm and then made it snap (laughs) (laughs) well he should have snapped it with his toes <laughs> oh wait, you can't move your toes. <laughs> so the trick the trick is you make someone a quadriplegic and then you make them snap. Yep. Uh, and then part of that wish is you stop becoming quadriplegic. So you solved all your issues. As part of that wish, you tell yourself not to be harmed by the gauntlet. I was gonna say something, but you guys <laughs> You're about to say something logical, but I fucked you with the lack of logic. Derailed this frame train. Um war machine and Nebula, they also have a it's just a small exchange. But yeah, that's true. I think War Machine's like we always like this, and no, like, she, she, he doesn't say anything. He just looks at her. And yeah, she's like, exactly. I wasn't, oh, no, always, I wasn't like always like this. And, and then he's, he's like, like, you, yeah, neither was what, I. Yeah, mm. no, you, you just got to roll with, with what you get. Yeah. 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 Anything else we want to mention before we go into time travel? Time travel. <laughs> <laughs> If you guys are wondering what we're referencing with that, it's when Hulk says time travel. But he says it with jazz hands. Jazz hands. After he turns Ant-Man into a baby and an old man and make him piss his pants and get back in time. Which is, in everyone else's eyes, is a failure, but he reckons it's a success. Because yeah. <laughs> he only time travels inside the suit. <laughs> time travel. Well, you you can try and explain so, this already. I think, I don't know. I mean, I think Hulk talks about the fact that when you do time travel in this movie that it's a paradox and doesn't make sense because technically you're going to the past but because you were going forward in time it's forward in time for you therefore it doesn't make sense the past is now your future and your future is now your past so therefore time travel cannot make sense it's a paradox but it doesn't solve the fact that they go back in time and they take these stones etc and like there is so i mean you can argue that you're going back and you want to not mess with anything so that it doesn't screw up the future. But at the same time, these are like, it seems like every time you go into a different timeline, that's actually like a different, sorry, every time you go back in time, it seems like that's a different universe. So I don't know how you interpret time travel in this, but no matter what, I think you can poke a lot of holes in it. Well, not a lot. There are, there are some holes you can poke in it, but it does. I don't think it takes away from the storyline. I don't think it takes away from how epic this movie is. But I don't know what the lore is. Are we thinking that... So, I mean, time travel first comes up because Ant-Man goes into the quantum realm and his time goes differently there. He's like five hours in there, comes out, thinks it's only been five hours, realizes it's been five years, and therefore realizes that every time you go into the quantum realm, there may be a way to manipulate where you are in time. So, but according to that theory, you should only be able to travel in your timeline. Right, you shouldn't be able to access a different timeline. So, if that is the case, then every time they make a change somewhere in the past, then technically you're sprawling off a whole new timeline, like an alternate reality or whatever it is. So, if we are to believe that every time they go back in time, everything's fine because they they get the stones, everything's cool. But the fact that Thanos, like if you believe in that theory, the fact that Thanos comes, gets, I don't know, time traveled by the past nebula and they bring the whole of like, I just realized they don't just bring fucking Thanos. They bring his whole ship and his whole fucking army. Like this guy was prepared. He's such a badass. He brings like, 
he brings the game. Like, he, he brings the whole fucking universe to fight them. I'm like, this bastard gets five minutes to prepare and he brings so many people with him. <laughs> but the Thanos in the past comes to, you know, the big battle scene and, you know, lights up the Avengers headquarters, blah, blah, blah. Since they kill this Thanos or they stop him from existing, if this is a continuous timeline, technically one th- the Thanos shouldn't have ever been able to click, right? Because that Thanos is continuous with this Thanos. So as soon as you go there, then you're talking about alternate timelines. And then if you do believe in ultimate ti- alternate timelines, then you should really question whether you have to leave people dead. Right. You're, you're talking about the paradox, the paradox thing where if you go back in time and kill your grandfather, you, you come back to yours, you fade out. Yeah. That's the back to the future consequential time travel shit, right? Yeah. yeah. Now, in this one, I think you can still conserve the laws of every time you change something in the past or you or you alter something, you bring something from the past, it creates a slightly divergent thread. Yeah. As the ancient one kind of Yeah, it's like to? visually showed there was a thread. Yeah. You take away the time stone, that thread's going to be doomed to yeah. whatever happens to it. But if you restore whatever you changed around the same time, where there's very minute consequences, it should diverge back into the main thread. When you they when Thanos travelled from the past, whatever the Guardians of the Galaxy timeline was, to the present and he yeah. died in the in the future, that there will be a universe where Thanos left with his force. And that is not there anymore. Yeah. That that thread is gonna keep on going. I don't think that the power stone was re- maybe if the power stone was returned to that time, everything's fine, Thanos is gone, it's a peaceful galaxy. But that will not if that timeline will never join with the main one and then affect the Thanos in that main timeline where he snaps his fingers, if you see what I'm saying. Yeah. It's, slip, it's, it's split yeah, so too it's far. So it's an alternate, so crazy. Yeah. So it's it's in that sense of, um, yeah, when, when Scott Lang found out that, yeah, the, the more further you go into the quantum realm, you will access different dimensions of time. By He found that it was dilating, so it was, oh, maybe you can travel different directions, maybe you can access different different things. That I think it goes hand in hand with the multiverse theory, that there's an infinite, like an infinite broth of bubbles of slightly yeah. different configurations. And to access each one might just be changing something in time. That makes sense. I, I yeah. agree. I in, think that's what we got to think in about. That sense. And in, in a writing sense, I felt that they didn't want to write really strict rules into this time yeah, travel. Because then you start getting The moment you do that, you get plot holes everywhere. Yeah. So they just wanted like a loose interpretation. You can go back. You can hop from the past to even further past. Yeah. But you can eventually still come back to your base timeline without having any changes affected. Yeah. So, yeah, you could go in the past, kill your grandfather, kill your mother, whatever, really dark shit. <laughs> Yo. <laughs> I come back to the present and nothing's changed. Like, your your yeah. parents are still alive. It's just you've yeah. screwed up some timeline. <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> well, what are you saying, Vask? <laughs> I'm talking about the parent paradox from Back to the Future. But yeah, <laughs> yeah that, that's true. I guess if we believe in this sort of stuff, then there is an argument. I mean, there's a technical argument that you can save everyone that died, right? But technically... And you can save them just before they die and therefore create a parallel universe, right? It shouldn't, it doesn't affect your timeline because there's an alternate and therefore bring back people that should have died. So, for example, like uh, Scott Johansson. <laughs> yes, you got it. Black Widow, I should really be calling her. I mean, uh, I don't know. If, if that soul stone belongs to that timeline, then does it still exist? I mean, if we're talking about alternates now, if you go and you, you save her, and you bring her back to reality before she jumps off. Does then does that mean then the soul stone was never happened, even in your current timeline? Like it never was retrieved. Oh no, you could still. Let's say you, you know when Cap went back to return the soul stone. 
he would have had a weird conversation with Red Skull first. Yeah, thing. I know. <laughs> Everyone's so. <laughs> yeah, he would have had. A- we're like, hey man, how you been doing? <laughs> hey man, he's like this bitch. You sent me here. <laughs> Fuck you. How about you guard this flag? <laughs> Red Skull, like, there are no flags here, Captain. He's like, yes, there is. American flag runs off, and he's like, I think he. <laughs> <laughs> Where are you coming up with this fan I like it. <laughs> Could you imagine if he gave back the Soul Stone right before, right before Black Widow and Hawkeye were about to jump off? Gave it back, took Black Widow back with him, even if that was possible, and just left that universe to survive where the left Hawkeye on Boromir by himself. Left there, yeah, left Hawkeye yeah, that, with Boromir. That's with, an ultimate. That's an ultimate. That's an alternate, and that's the thing that that when you take it out, that that universe has to deal with the fact that she's not going to be in that universe. Then they're going to do something similar. They're going to time travel back and get her some from some other universe. They'll keep taking Scarlett Johansson's, leaving one universe without one. I like that. <laughs> yeah, I wish so- I could take Scarlett Johansson. <laughs> yeah, can, you, can you give me one Scarlett Johansson? <laughs> we have one Scarlett Witch only. <laughs> so it's going, to be a, it's going to be like a domino effect. So I guess you can make the argument that that is possible. Then some people will be like, well, no, then they couldn't get... I mean, therefore, why don't you just go grab Vision? Like grab all these people back from the past because you're creating alternate timelines. But then... The ancient one also says, will you be able to deal with the moral effect of that? Which is when you remove a infinity stone, you create like this, this parallel thing and it can lead to suffering. So then the Hulk is not prepared. So he's like, we promise to bring it back at this point in time, therefore balance the world. That's if they succeeded. If they failed, they would have Correct. doomed all the timelines. So there's an end. If you fail, who gives a fuck about everyone else? <laughs> Imagine Captain America just failed. He didn't get all the, the stones back. Oh. He's like, oh shit. He returns to New York and it's like done by Dramama. Dramama comes back Dramama. and just. Oops. Uh, okay, time to go back. Peggy. <laughs> he would have had to go into space, obviously, to return all that stuff as well. Yeah, he went. And went guess what? Captain America can't survive in space. He's dead. <laughs> He's just like Black Widow. <laughs> well, Black Widow went into space in this movie and she survived. So, well, she went in, in, in a ship. Oh, no. Okay, you're on that planet. Yeah. But also, like, yeah, so this is another. I mean, let's not get into this, but atmospheres and every, oxygen so concentration every, on these everywhere, atmospheres. Everywhere has oxygen, man. Everywhere has oxygen. <laughs> it's like, Thanos, why did you choose the planet that has the same oxygen concentration as Earth? Because <laughs> if you didn't, then you would have been fine, mate. <laughs> Yeah. That's that's one of those little yeah little plot hole Look, things. Can, you can nitpick the movie yeah. to to death, but don't because it's yeah. good. <laughs> but I think and like with the last scene, we I think we're all kind of agreeing. I think Bask was suggesting various things with Captain America, but what what I don't know. At least what I got out of it was that Captain America goes back probably to the time in which he gets stuck in the ice, then goes and finds Peggy, has that last dance, and they do the hanky panky and have a good time. And then he lives his life out, and then he comes out of hiding at this last second. So before, so when, when they're making this time machine with Hulk, Captain, this old Captain America was just sneaking onto his bench, pretty much. Yeah, yeah. not just that he, he would have he would have been there the whole time. It would have been really cool is if they actually had that in a scene, like they knew that this was it, and therefore, if you rewatch it, you see like this Captain America that just walking to the bench. That would have yeah. been sick. Oh shit, is it? No, I, I, I don't think it. they would have planned it that well. And, and some fans would have caught on to it. They could have no. if they did it. But that's the theory, that Captain America that went back in time w- lived through all the events yeah. of the past. That he's already lived through. Already lived through 80 yeah. years, but yeah. he's left it to the cap in the ice to take. So he just said, I've got, this is my life. I'm taking care of it. I'm going to raise a family and do whatever. Old so he's effectively like almost 200 years old. Well, no, I mean, he's, yeah. the other thing that you can say is that the reason that Captain America didn't age was because he was 
cryogenically preserved, as in he was frozen, therefore yeah, he yeah. didn't age. But he actually now that he actually lives his life, he he's age. technically he's only lived what like maybe ninety years or something because he goes from. When when does he dis- this is after the Second World War right this is like forty six forty three he was around like he, that's when he enlisted. Right? when does he like do this twenty five or something twenty five okay so then from forty five to oh shit no he would, would be older than twenty five so that's eighty yeah. no, so eighty five years in Civil War he says they're both almost one hundred years old him and Bucky okay so yeah the, but how long is it between World World War so forty five. Ends at 45, and 45, then it comes out in 2005 years. 2012. No, so this movie is now in 2019. So it's like yeah. 70, 75 years, nearly. 74 years? Yeah. Yeah. Is that right? Yeah. Yeah, kind of. Yeah. Plus 25. There you go. That's yeah, so he's old. 100 years old. He's so that, actually lived 100 years. Does he look like he's lived 100 years? He kind of looks pretty old. He looks old, yeah. Whether it's whether he's just aged and it hasn't affected no, him. No, 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 I don't no. Know. Know. 75 years in the ice? Are you counting the, the ice years? No. All right, right. So you're just going straight to when Actual he woke up? living, yeah. Right, and then he goes back and then lives through that again. Yeah, yeah. So, so it's about. more than 100 years because he, he lives a bit I think, this time around. Well, yeah. I think he's, yeah. he's uh, yeah, slightly, I slightly slower in aging, but it's not like incredibly slow. Yeah. 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 He's still got his hair. But he still looks pretty deep. Yeah, how does Bucky work? Because he wasn't in the ice world. That's like true. Bucky is uh Russian. No, but he gets preserved. So every time you're not doing a mission, do you just get chucked in that tank? Yeah, he gets yeah. chucked in the tank. Oh shit! Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's yeah. so, silly. To be honest, I mean, like, I don't really care about this. Like, <laughs> I'm totally happy. I mean, I think that arc that they did at the end was very clever, very yep. good. I I thought it was very fitting yeah. for someone who finally, now that this big battle's over and he he's put back the Infinity Stones, like, just do what you've always wanted to do, which yeah. is just lead your, well, lead my, that normal life. My wish list for Captain America in this movie was him to pick up the hammer, which he does, and yep. then him to have the dance with. And say Avengers Assemble. And say Avengers Avengers Assemble. Does he ever say that? Yep. So this is the first time he says it. Do you remember in the end of Age of Ultron where he says Avengers and then they cut it? it. So So he doesn't say it in the first one? Never says it until this time. And he doesn't say it at the start of Ultron? No. No. When they're in the fight? No. No. And it's all all a callback to fear itself when he has the moment with Mjolnir. It's the first time he he holds Mjolnir. Uh, Avengers volume something like 67, fear itself. That they've replicated the entire thing perfectly. My only thing is, does does that mean the hammer? Does the hammer have its own inherent like electricity? I yeah, guess it's yeah, got it a does. bit in yeah. it. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So Odin's words were: the enchantment placed upon the hammer by Odin was, whosoever holds this hammer, he if he be worthy, shall possess the power of Thor. And Thor is the god of thunder. Yeah. So he yeah. possesses okay, the, power the power of Thor, of Thor. with he's the hammer. Not, he's not impenetrable like Thor. He's not. Yeah. He doesn't become Thor. So yeah, that actually, when he was wielding the lightning, I'm like, holy shit, he knows how to do this, and he's just toing with his shield and the hammer. I'm I guess like, he's seen crazy. Thor do it before, so maybe he's like, let, let me <laughs> you try. Just, <laughs> you just look at the sky, and then the this whole time, didn't work. <laughs> this whole time, that time in Ultron, he knew he could actually lift it, but he's like, I actually don't know how to work this. So he's been like trying to figure it out this whole time. Yeah, yeah no, I think he was being coy. Actually, he's I felt like Ultron. Equations. <laughs> I felt like an Ultron, if he really wanted to, he could have lifted it. But that's the greatest thing about, like, Captain America, like, he says, like, oh, no, I know when a battle is lost or I know when to... So he's, like, very humble in that. He doesn't have anything to prove. He's like, oh, yeah, yeah whatever. Yeah. What, watch that scene like, again and you can just say, like, yep, yeah, you know what, I'm, I'm not even going to bother trying. Exactly. I'm not going to prove anything. Yeah. It's just like... Except yeah, I've got nothing yeah. to prove. Or- yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 In that the comics, amazing. Black Widow actually picks it up as well. Oh, come on. <laughs> she does. She does. Dude, she can't even no, 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 breathe I, in space. I believe you. I believe you. But it's just like there's so many other characters who need to lift like like Hulk 
and there's like if everyone lifts it, it doesn't become special anymore. Yeah. But but you know in the in the Age of Ultron scene, everyone tries to lift it except Black except Black Widow. Widow. She's, She's like, like that's I'm... not a point I need to prove. Yeah, uh, so yeah. maybe she could lift it. Oh, uh, we haven't seen if she could. Oh, yeah. I see what you want. Yeah, yeah, yeah okay, yeah. maybe. And Beta Ray Bill lifts it. Oh, Beta Ray Bill. Yeah. yeah. What? He's the uh, Beta Ray Bill is the. He's like the he's like his alternate version of Thor, and he's the one who wields Stormbreaker in the comics. What? Yeah. <laughs> Jesus Christ. He's in the MCU because in Ragnarok, you know yeah. that place where the Grandmaster lives, they have a sculpture of him on the side of the building. Yeah, as, oh, one, wow. as one of the warriors, yeah. as like an Easter egg. Yeah, that was huge. So it's an alternate to Thor. He looks like a goat. He's as goat. He's like <laughs> as he actually. He's a goat. He's actually. A goat. He's like a, he's like a goat that stands up. <laughs> no, no, he's got the head of a goat, but the body of a man. Yeah, yeah. 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 And so, what's that story? What's the what are the what's that comic story? So, so Stormbreaker was was made for him. No, as and in then, like, why does this guy? Oh, why, why does he is exist? There a guy? <laughs> With yeah. the head of a goat as some alternate to Fucking, Thor. I don't have no idea. I, I haven't I haven't read that. What, what you don't choose you choose not to question this? You just accept it and then then you're like, yeah, yeah, bro, it's fine. Dude, we're talking about a franchise where like a raccoon is fighting next to a, a growing tree. So. A rabbit. A rabbit. I think we didn't mention that Thor's fat in this movie for the whole movie. Yeah, he's fat. Yeah. Yeah, he's a bit sunken. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the thing I wanted to mention is when they go back in time, the color palette changes as well. So when they go back to 2012, it looks like Avengers 2012. Oh, like yeah, the, yeah. The yeah. color palette of Avengers. As in, like, Joss Whedon. That's yeah. a very bright film. Yeah. Avengers, the first Avengers. Very, very contrast heavy. Yeah. So it's like all the greens, the reds, and the thing where, like, you can yeah. just. Yeah. Is so it? They, yeah. But so there's like, a lot of grayscale in the fighting, right? Like, you know that battle that they have? The New York. Yeah, it's, 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 it doesn't look like a Russo. It doesn't look like no, a Russo. Sure, yeah. sure. It's yeah. not. It's not as like black. There's not as many blacks in it, but it's very grayish. That there's no sun in that, is there? No, no, there is. There is. Yeah, yeah. yeah. there is. It but does. like, but the, all, all all the Russo ones have like a kind of yellow or purple haze kind of right to it. Yeah, mm. and yeah. it's like their their signature lighting. I uh, one. I think one of the best things about Infinity War and even this is. That lighting and the the planet that they're on when they go to uh, Volmia is amazing. Yeah. I, I love it. Like yeah. Volmia is always amazing. And when you finally get the soul stone, when you wake up in like this, this, this yeah. yeah, this puddle of you wake up in the piss, wake up in the piss of a celestial, <laughs> and you wake up and there's like this bloody like you know this eclipse going on. It's yeah, crazy. Yeah. It's like I think that's like probably my favorite kind of. You know, I, love, I love how the contrast is like in, in Infinity War, it's Thanos, like the most powerful guy in the universe. And in this movie, it's Hawkeye. He's the like, second most powerful guy in the universe. <laughs> no, he's the most powerful guy. <laughs> I just love that contrast. With the, but I was, I was really impressed that they did the same justice to him, is that yeah. he goes through that same process of losing a loved one and he yeah. gets it and he, the same scene again, but yeah. he just turned the other way in the pool and he gets yeah. up and it's just like, shit, it's exactly the same thing. It makes sense, you know? Yeah. Very good. Very satisfying. Very satisfying. And one final thing I wanted to mention was that just in the time travel thing, Doctor Strange watched Endgame in Infinity War and Thanos watched Infinity War in Endgame. In Endgame. Yeah, he did. <laughs> Wait, say that again? Doctor Strange, when he was doing the whole 14 million time travel yeah. thing, he saw Endgame yeah, in yeah. Infinity War. Yeah, yeah. And then Thanos, because he was brought back I from the front thing, he skipped. He basically, he, he, he had his Infinity War he in watched, Endgame. He so. watched um, Infinity War through Nebula's projection thing yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> you know what <laughs> you know what if thanos is really smart he wouldn't never have entered this right he 
If he was smart, he would have continued. That's what I thought was going to happen, that his will becomes stronger because he's destined to succeed. Yeah, because yeah. he watches himself die, but he's not phased by it. He's like, exactly. He's, and that is history. No, that yeah, is... Yeah, that's, that's his destiny. destiny. That's his yeah. destiny. So, But it's it's his fatal flaw. He cannot stand the fact that these people who post-snap yeah. are still trying to fix this shit. He's like, nah, no, I need to kill them all. And technically, they're getting close to it. So, yeah. yeah. If, yeah. If, he, if he just left it, then they would have fixed it and then he would have failed. But I think he has a fear that they, they fix it. Yeah, I yeah. think I think maybe no, he realizes when they go to Morg what's that Morgath? Morgath the planet Morag. Morag. Yeah. Morag. Yeah. He realizes they've got the power stone now which shouldn't have happened. Therefore he has to do something about yeah. it. Yeah, so he has to go back. Otherwise that would fix it and he could he couldn't do anything about it. No, but even if he goes back then technically that would have happened. That never happened. Ooh, unless he believes that... Oh, Jesus Christ. Unless he's such a narcissist that he cannot stand the fact that one universe is peaceful and that his is balanced. He needs to make sure that everyone that he's he's aware of falls under his command. But if if he kept going in his future... That it would have ended up the same way as it ends up in this. To be honest, future. I don't think Thanos yeah. even understands this concept of time travel. No, be- but that's the thing. If he ends, if it ends up the same way, he ends up dying. But he has the fear that the Avengers might actually redo what he yeah. did. So that's why he wants to go. No, but they would have redone what he did anyway. So he was right. They would redo what he did if he did. No, but go he doesn't know. He doesn't know that they'll redo it. But they did it, so he was right. What do you mean they did it? They hadn't redone it yet. No, but they redo it before he goes. Well, he, but he doesn't know that. He doesn't know time. that. The only thing yeah, he needs he to be. Know that the, the only thing he needs to fear is that they have succeeded in tra- traveling through time, yeah. and and if that's possible, then they can take the consequences of some of his actions, go yeah. back, kill him, and undo it. Yeah. And and if he's out of the picture and there's no cont- and there's no one to stop them, eventually they can collect all the stones and then. But also, undo I think he got very tempted by the fact that he knows that all six are right there. And all he needs to do is That's just travel to them. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that could yeah. be very It's the ultimate something. temptation. It's yeah. like, well, look, but I was able to get it last time. I can now smash them all now. I've obviously seen that five years or whatever into the future. That's when he gets it. But I stick by it that if he if he doesn't go back in time, he fails. Yeah. You mean he doesn't go forward? If he does go forward in, forward time, in time, he fails. Yeah. He yeah. fails what? He, he fails, fails his, his plan to yeah, destroy. Yeah, that's, that's why he Yeah, because yeah. they come back and get the power stone. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. 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 But did he know that they went and got the power stone? Yeah, because of Nebula. But he sees Nebula. Does he see Nebula? Oh, yeah, I guess so, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Even if the Avengers did the rightful thing and restored the power stone back after they used it, Thanos still has to live with the fact that he has to live through that timeline where eventually he will get killed. Yeah, he he actually doesn't know if the power stone is going to be returned. That's what gets him. He doesn't. And if he just stayed there, maybe he would have been like, eventually I'll get the stones, but then... They're going to kill me anyway, and then they're going to get the stones again and reverse it. So, all yeah, oh, right, yeah. yeah, yeah. So he wants, yeah. yeah, he wants a different outcome. Yeah. yeah, that's fair enough. And he also says in this battle, um, like when he's fighting for Captain America and Iron Man, that he's never fought. Uh, the fight and violence has never been personal, but this time it is. Yeah, mm. this time it is. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, it is a different Thanos. It's. Yeah. Uh, th- I think that's a, one of the best things about this movie is that you are dealing. Same villain, but it's a different sort of villain. Different personality, working for different things. And you, and you, and you get that feeling of this time it's an actual invasion force. Yeah. Like they're going to take over Earth. Not just with the stupid dinky ring yeah. spaceship, but now it's the whole damn thing. One of the good things about this movie, I thought, you know, they defeat Thanos in the first like 20 minutes and then they go back. And I thought all they were doing now was they somehow had to go back and get the Infinity Stones. I never thought that Thanos would come back into this because I knew there would be a battle and I was trying to figure out the smartest thing was that they brought Thanos back into this fight in this 
in this way that totally definitely it definitely makes sense the way he comes back and the reason he comes back etc etc so i just wasn't expecting that to happen and the fact that this epic this battle was like even it was just crazier than the last battle it's cra- it's i had a crazy theory after the first 20 minutes i thought uh, well it's not it's before that i said he destroyed the infinity stones with the infinity stones yeah when they turn over the thing and there's no stones in it i'm like oh shit someone must have stolen it off him i'm like shit what if red skull stole the stones off him and now red skull has all the stones <laughs> and then now they gotta go hunt red skull who's just destroying planets yeah. or whatever oh yeah. wow that would have yeah. been that would have been interesting wait, wait, wait. at which point was this which when they found like out the stones the, were gone at the first in the first 20 minutes oh they cut off his hand right right, right is right. red skull, what's red skull's origin story no, oh, he he also tried to do the superhero serum, serum yeah. Yeah. but his own version, and it screwed up his face. So yeah. he peeled it off. Yeah. That's the thing. So I think uh, Captain America might not be completely done in this universe. There is an opportunity for them to do a movie with all his adventures, returning the Infinity Stones, because he has to obviously meet Red Skull again. Right? Yeah, yeah. He's yeah. An arch nemesis, Captain America: Infinity Road Trip. But also, <laughs> but the other question is, do you have to meet Red Skull to return the Soul Stone? Because Red Skull is like this. He's, he's, a this, he's like a tour guide, <laughs> but he's like a gu- he's a guardian. But he tells them what the tells them what they need to do to gain access to this stone, right? Yes. Yeah. But it's like this this but, mountain and this whole this there's this magic behind it that traps the soul stone there. Yeah. yeah. Which first of all doesn't mean that it has to be there. Someone might have put it there a long time ago. Mm. As like a way of trapping. It's like the Horcruxes, you know. Yeah. Put it in a trap. But the other thing is, what happens if you just go back and then you go back to the thing i mean this is this is a conversation not worth having to be honest why don't you go back and then it just disappears and goes to the machine all right cool all right no why don't you just go back to volume like, yeet and just chuck it in the water, <laughs> <laughs> in the water. Like, you know i've always wondered this what happens if you just eat an infinity stone you just die yeah probably oh. die you probably yeah. just die okay yeah. let's not discuss that <laughs> depends which one uh, but that's a good point you bring up because if the soul stone is not there i don't think red skull needs to be there so I think he's, he's just released. There. I think yeah. he's just there to guard the soul stone when it is there. But if the soul stone's not there, I don't think he needs. But to also, be like this, I mean, employed. it's a very shallow story about the red. Like Red Skull just rocks up on this planet and realizes he has to guard the soul stone. Like, yeah. Well, I think the reason he goes there is because he initially wants to get. He's into all this Infinity Stone stuff. He does he know about it? it? How yeah, does yeah, this he, guy know about it? He knows he had about the Tesseract. It. Yeah, he had the Tesseract. He knows about. He was it. into all this mythology. No, yeah. he was trying to get the Tesseract. No, he had the Tesseract. When did he have the Tesseract? That's how he Captain got transported America. to the war mirror. In Captain America, the first event. Because he, <laughs> yeah. he holds on to it. Yeah. yeah. Like, you remember how he, they no, made weapons No, the Tesseract of- sends him there. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah but yeah. he doesn't hold on to the Tesseract. Yeah, he does. Yeah. What? He holds on to it, and then it sends him there. Okay, so then yeah. he goes in, and then what happens to the Tesseract? It just falls into the ocean or whatever. What? No. Oh, yeah, no, yeah. okay. So, so he gets he gets sent away. Yeah. He gets sent away but he doesn't he doesn't keep the tesseract he no, doesn't he go to Volmir with the tesseract no, okay let's go yeah. he drops yeah. it, so, then he melts through the bomber and yeah. just falls sure but away. he has the tesseract but how does he know the story of the how does he first of all know that the I tesseract it, is an infinity stone he I doesn't he doesn't know until he get, goes into space yeah until he goes into space and then he goes he into space out. then what happens can this guy just fly through space <laughs> clearly not he's a human being because i think he got teleported to a planet i think the he space got pla- where Volmir. maybe Volmir. and then that's it no, I think I think the that's space- it. And he's like suddenly, hmm, I think there's a soul stone here, and I need to, I need to be a guide for whoever, which bloody goat oh, needs to m- get up maybe, this he, maybe maybe he didn't go. A, maybe there was another guide there, and then because 
Uh, I'm just talking out of my ass now. This could not be true at all. There's another guy there who went there a long time to search for the soul stone. And then he goes to search for the soul stone. And because he can't get it, now he has to become the guide until someone else comes searching for it. That is possible. But But ultimately it relies on... This is very nitpicky and we don't really need to care. I mean, we don't care. The thing is... Red but Skull he, will never be able to get the Soul Stone because he doesn't love anything. So yeah. there's well, nothing he will sacrifice. that's what said about Thanos, you know. Damn, son. That's the thing, Thanos. Red Skull loves himself. <laughs> Red Skull loves noses. Because <laughs> he doesn't have one. Because <laughs> Michael Jackson. He's loving those. Yeah. Loves Michael Jackson. Got the Mortimer <laughs> complex going on. <laughs> Marvel Universe is going to keep going. Yeah, where to from here is yeah, a little bit question. Theories. So as Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah. So, well, I was talking to Shravan about this in the car. There's definitely Guards of the Galaxy 3 happening. James Gunn directing it. So Yeah, that's right. He Thor- got reinstated, yeah, didn't he? Yes. Yeah. So Thor... After that whole debacle on Twitter, which yeah. is total bullshit, don't even get me started. Yeah, no, no absolutely. Crap. We've talked about that before. Oh, yeah, have we? Yeah. yeah. Um, but Thor might be in that. There's also talks of Taika Waititi directing a Thor 4. Yes. Thor might oh, be in man. that. Hopefully, fuck. Which one would you rather see? Thor in Guardians of the Galaxy 3 with James Gunn or Taika Waititi? Thor for what? Well, I, I'd love to see a Taika Waititi uh, Thor after he has his stint with the Guardians of the Galaxy because yeah. he's got no one to kind of be part of now. His, his family is probably so the Guardians you, of the Galaxy. So you took the answer of both of them? <laughs> yeah, sequentially. <laughs> yeah, same. I mean, Guardians of the Galaxy, great. And there's, you know, Gamora is what they need to... There's still, like, a story arc there. You know, Quill's... <laughs> Quail, as you call it. He's still um, trying to search for Gamora, I guess. But personally, I'm I'm a huge fan of Thor, so I would I'm more interested in Thor. I'd love it if I'd they brought Bedray Bill into it, yeah. bro. What the fuck is this think- goat man? <laughs> <laughs> I, think he, I think he might come into it. You reckon? Yeah, I think he will. Oh shit! Well, they hinted think- at it. They hinted at it. And Chantress might be the villain. Yeah, because she's like a before. major Thor villain that we haven't seen. Yeah, yet. she's yeah. basically like Loki. Mm-hmm. As well. Dude, anything anything yeah. is possible now because yeah. if I told you three years ago that Spider-Man would sling onto a Mjolnir thrown by Captain America and he's carrying a Iron Man version of the Infinity Gauntlet with all six stones, you wouldn't believe and it. And ends up onto Valkyrie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you would yeah. not believe me. Yeah. <laughs> That's very true. Anything's anything's game, man. Now that this kind of these twenty-two movies are summed up really well and it's so satisfying that I think a lot of us will also be happy with them doing whatever the fuck they want, yeah, like yeah. going a bit out of the way and I they don't have to necessarily resolve shit. it the same way as Because, yeah. like, I mean, if it's going to take another 11 years, well, I'll give a shit. By then, yeah, I'll probably still be trying to figure think, out my life. I think they need to do, like, <laughs> rather than big build-ups now, just do team-up movies or, like, get you excited for one movie and make that movie really good. Yeah. And have yeah. some really good, like, to an extent, standalone storylines. like that. And they've done really well with those, just standalone storylines and nice redemption arcs. That's beautiful. Yeah. I love those. I think I think more team-ups would be good in the universe, though. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Like, obviously, yeah. Thor and Guys, Guys. Yeah, yeah or like a Doctor Strange and Spider-Man. Spider-Man. Yeah. Doctor Strange and Thor would actually, I mean, they've actually already met, but they also work well together because, you know, Thor and these guys, they always, I mean, you've got the dark world and you're going through like these dimensions. Mm. The same thing as Doctor Strange. So they kind of work together. They well kind too. Of, yeah, they do. Yeah. in the whole, yeah. the, their jurisdiction is a bit more than just the earth. That's, yeah. That, that is good. Yeah. Spider-Man's always great. Spider-Man's, he, he's, he's, he's plain he's, and simple, but. He's grounded. He's just have, like. I would have loved the Spider-Man cap. Team up, but that's probably not going to happen. So, I'd, yeah. I'd love to see villains. Like, who who could top Thanos in this? 
Who could be Galactus. the next real thr- Galactus? I'm looking Galactus. forward to yeah, Galactus. Galactus. I don't know the story behind Galactus. I think there's a real precedent for Kang to come because yeah. they mess with time. They mess with time, so that yeah. could happen. But that means if they do, then they have to kind of go back into all this, don't they? Uh, and then try and recast all these people for like that sort of thing? Yeah, they probably would. So well, they would. Yeah. So they would have to, right? Yeah. Like if yeah. you're trying to. Yeah, like if if I can't see them trying to bring in like Magneto and the X Men because that the scope of that is just world domination, and after this it's like that's not going to have much of an effect. Yeah, so they got to build it up. But slowly, they might they might bring in some people. They'll bring in the X Men eventually. I eventually, yeah. this this movie also reminded me of um, Days, Days of Future, Future Past. Past. Yeah, Days of Future Past. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That you Except can't that- you can't fuck around with. Yeah. Too uh, much, you know. Days of Future Past was a very intentional movie though because they knew they stuffed up some of the movies, so yep. they had to rewrite. Rewrite some of the wrongs. Oh, really? I, I need yeah. to watch that film again. I remember the ending was really good. So oh, that movie was great. Because you know, yeah, how yeah, yeah. you know, in X Men Three, how like everyone dies. Yeah, like, X Men Three was a piece of shit. Yeah, so they basically made Days of Future Past to wipe out the to entire wipe out yeah. that. Brian Singer trilogy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh jeez. But also, as a like, who was that guy that directed? The fucking second Star Wars. Oh, Ryan, Ryan, Johnson. Johnson. Ryan Johnson. Do that's not mention his name. <laughs> I agree. It's like so I always come back to Star Wars on this podcast. <laughs> yeah. But it's, oh, like, I was, I was, it's like what they're doing at the moment to that. It's like they're just trying they are, to... They're retconning wipe. everything. Yeah. I was actually comparing yeah. this to... So after Force Awakens, I was very hot for Last Jedi. Oh, because yeah. Because of what they set up in Force yeah, yeah. Awakens. Heck yes. But Last Jedi was a... I think it was a letdown. Mm-hmm. Um, Hell yeah. Some people like it, but it was a letdown. This had the potential to... Because the hype was really big for this one, but this did it so well that it made it you know it didn't ruin Infinity War and it even made the movies before that's, Infinity War. That's the best thing about yeah. it. Like how rare is it that the Russo brothers or people like this like nail so much yeah. and just do so well? Because yep. they could have easily done Last Jedi with this. So and I think yeah, it's very yeah. easy to fuck up a movie like this. Yeah. The main difference, I think, what Ryan Johnson was trying to do was sub. His entire man- mantra was subvert expectations at any and all costs. And even if it was unnatural. Whereas this one was, they still managed to subvert expectations in Endgame, but they respected the viewer's uh, connection with the characters. Exactly. Like, they like, didn't ruin the characters. The characters yeah. were consistent. Like when Cap got in the elevator, he could have done the exact same thing, but he chose okay. to be, okay, he's got the bronze. He can do it. Yeah. But he's being clever. He's I just thought saying, it was you know, going to be... I thought it was going to be the Winter Soldier scene. Yeah. But it's actually a callback to the comics where... Captain America's actually a sleeper Hydra agent. Yes, that, that's an actual that's an actual callback, and that's when the uh, the Captain America title sh- changes when he when he defects to like the freaking enemy. But yeah, so that's what, yeah I heard about this yeah. in the comics. I think you guys brought, uh, I mean not in the podcast, but you guys everyone, discussed it. Everyone hated it. Yeah, yeah when yeah. was that comic? That was a recent one, two wasn't years it? ago. Yeah. Oh, it got yeah. completely crucified. What? So I mean, yeah, of course it's going to get crucified, right? Like. Does it make sense? Like, it's so, very uncharacteristic. So, so you make no. well, Captain America this whole time was actually he, Hydra. He was a sleeper agent, so, but meaning kind of like Bucky. Okay, so like oh, you right. switch him on, and then he's Hydra. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's like you're pushing it. You're pushing. <laughs> it. They could have. They could have done something like that with uh, Thanos. Like they could have brought him in and then made him Thanos as Hydra. <laughs> <laughs> Thanos B. <laughs> Cut one head off, tomorrow in its place. <laughs> so Thanos was actually working in a red skull the whole time. Yeah, it's actually the other way around. <laughs> more, in the, more in the line of subverting nah, expectations. Nah, Thanos was working yeah. for Agent Sitwell the whole time. <laughs> Agent Sitwell is the, is the actual villain. Yeah. But like, I remember you, you were just saying, you weren't expecting Thanos to come back. No. Yeah, that's that's how you subvert expectations. You well, bring no, him back I, and you I, made I, him... No, I, I yeah. thought Thanos would come back, but then when they, when they fucking like... 
took his head off in that scene. I was like, now I don't expect him to come back because I'm like, like, how am I going to even expect that this is how he's going to get back? It's yep. so kind of out there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was such a a smart way of linking it as well. Mm-hmm. I don't know if that happens in the comics at some point, but two nebulas that digital and share this connection, that giving away, that's bloody smart. Oh, that's genius. Yeah. Yeah. It's what happens when you have a team of really good writers who've seen the movie before the one that they're basing it off. So yeah. Yeah. that's good. Yeah, well, they already planned. They had What that means, if they sent yeah. Nebula on any other mission at a different time, it would have been... It would have been fine. It, well, it yeah. would have a different impact. Well, if it was before... Thanos was alive, or who knows how yeah. long that guy. So if Nebula yeah. went to New York instead of going to Morag, this wouldn't have happened. No, but they weren't in Morag. It's just the same time, right? That they share the consciousness. It still might have happened. Yeah, mm. it still could have happened. So same it's just that time. Same time. Let's yeah. say, but let's say it happened at a point where Thanos wasn't even thinking of this shit, yeah, yeah, yeah. and they weren't even together. Like Nebula wasn't with Thanos. If, mm. if Nebula was born, if he if they went back to the seventies yeah. or something, yeah. then it wouldn't have happened. Well, who, how old are these people? We don't know. Thirty, I reckon. No, nah, nah. I mean that's you would think that if they were human, these guys. I think Thanos is probably old. yeah hundreds yeah. and yeah. thousands of years old. Maybe I don't know. Well, Nebula, I don't know. Nebula, well, she's well, she's part cyborg yeah, being so rebuilt. She could be like hundreds of years old. Maybe, yeah. Could yeah. be. Because yeah. with Earth, year is basically the Earth year. We don't know what that means for like these guys. Could be anything. Oh, so the whole the whole nebula thing was because there was two nebulas in the same timeline. Yeah, so yeah, it's not yeah. really about. And yeah. how they yeah. share the consciousness? It's like a digital consciousness. Yeah, so. she's mm. got like a, she's got like a cloud network just for yeah. her brain, and it's across the whole yeah. universe. So even if she went to Earth, it would have yeah, yeah. things up. Yeah, because I initially thought it was because they're on the same planet, but they weren't. Yeah, they weren't. They, yeah, this yeah. guy was away, and they was setting course for Morag. Yeah. yeah, but she was already on Morag. Uh, I think that's it. Oh, the only thing I want to say is it's all going to get back into shape. Definitely. Yeah. Yeah, I think. I'm okay with the way they did Thor in this movie, but you do get a little bit annoyed that he just isn't in his prime form, therefore can't do his things. But, you know, they have to bring with the other fans of Thor, and there's a lot now, especially with the Ragnarok and yeah. Infinity War. You know, you've got to do him justice. And he's like, he's the most ripped person out of any casting member. So, and to be honest, he was already ripped in this movie. It's just that they put on the fat suit. Yeah. 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 Do, do, he's got those, he's got like the. The fat six pack. Did you see that? It's yeah, like, yeah. It's yeah, like you can still see his six pack coming out. It's yeah, like, but it's fat. It's still yeah. there. I, I think it's also it's not just a physical. It's like a more of a mental thing. You yeah, got you exactly. got the feeling that when he was fighting Thanos, he wasn't in his prime mental state of fighting him again. Yeah. And look, Thor's got the power of transmutation. He could change the way he looks. That's why the goatee appeared when he got <laughs> when he got Stormbreaker. Yeah. Dude, that was a. Did you yeah. see his beard change? Yeah, his beard change. And it was like it had this it naughty, into like this, this Norse. I don't know. He has yeah, this yeah, Norse. Yeah. <laughs> also, where is New Asgard? Do you know how they rock up? There? Yeah, it's is in, that in, in America? Uh, it's in Norway, Tonsgard. It's, it's in the same place that um, Odin, Odin dies. dies. Yeah, same place uh, Odin good. dies, and the same place that Red Skull comes in to get the Tesseract in, the, in yeah. that little in that it's little past scene in um, in it's Captain America: First Avenger. Oh, what? Tonsgard. Yeah, that little that little Norse village. But in the comics, it's it's different places. New yeah, Asgard. It's some random place. It's in America. <laughs> oh what? Yeah, it's a, it's like Oklahoma well, technically the Vikings went to America, so <laughs> they're the first ones to discover America. Yeah. So all right, um, I think that's that's it. Hopefully you enjoyed. Okay, bye. All that spoilers. <laughs> <laughs> we, we you could literally talk about this for days. Actually. Yeah, we yeah, could, there's yeah, so we much connecting through this stuff. Too much to yeah. talk about. Yeah, we didn't even talk about Captain America's ass. It's we America's America. Do we do we mention it? <laughs> we mentioned it. Yeah, yeah, we mentioned yeah, it. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, if you have any questions or um, if we missed out on any theories, um, let us know via get us on all the pipelines. 
Add yeah. me on Facebook. No, don't add me on Facebook. <laughs> <laughs> um, so we've got Facebook and Instagram at Cognitive Recalibration, um, Twitter at C Recalibration, and email at Cognitive Recalibration Podcast at gmail.com. Yep, and we're on all podcasting platforms now. And the main thing is if you uh, haven't liked our Facebook page yet, please do that. And please do share this podcast with anyone else that might be interested. I suggest uh, listening to it on Spotify, to be honest, because Spotify has a good... If you're like me and you listen to podcasts on speed, because I do like at 1.2 and stuff, it's got like a good selection of speeds. Yeah. Because these guys are quite boring, so you can watch them really well. <laughs> <laughs> I'll listen to them. Fair enough. That's, Fair that's, enough. that's a good suggestion. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks for the feedback. <laughs> and also the normal podcast app on Apple is a hunk of shit. But so is this podcast and never... Nah, jokes. <laughs> so we fit well together. <laughs> is that why you keep inviting me? So talking of... Um, this podcast, it's actually been a year since we started. So we started with Infinity War. It's been a year now. Oh, wow. Congrats. So, Time travel. <laughs> so thanks to all the listeners who have um, supported us over this year. And um, thanks. Yeah, thanks for thanks for listening. <laughs> it's been a great 12 months. I think we've had a lot of film releases in the past yeah. year itself. It's, it's going to feel a bit different. No, without... shit. <laughs> it's gonna, um, we know what the worst one was. Adventures of Infinity War. Marvel can suck my ass, Captain. <laughs> fucking. Captain. Um, you fucking yeah. did see uh, Hellboy. I, no, I haven't seen it. Wait, is that out? Yeah. yeah, don't watch it. <laughs> Annabelle, Annabelle comes home. I think is going to be the next uh, next big thing we're looking forward to. But yeah, yeah, I know. I think you're right. It's, it's going to be very different now that this. Yeah, I know. Just because we really started this podcast to talk about MCU, that was like. Our main thing, and then we. But talk now about we're movies. only going to talk about Oscar bait movies. So, <laughs> <laughs> so Black gonna... Panther, is it? <laughs> <laughs> we'll, we'll still we'll still be talking about movies. Yep. Oscar bait specifically, Oscar like bait that specifically. that Will Smith movie where he's um, Gemini Man. No, no, that old Will Smith movie where he's time or some shit. What? Or, or Mel Streep's time, or he writes a, he writes letters to time. What's what? that movie called? Bro, I don't think you understand that movie. <laughs> you suggested oh, so that, many things. No, no, I know, I know the one you're talking about. Hitch? Like, um, Is it Hitch? <laughs> <laughs> Am I thinking of the wrong movie? Independence no, Day. Now I'll switch. <laughs> no, it's, a, it's a really terrible <laughs> movie. Yeah. Yeah. It's, got, it's got a good cast, though. It's got like... Um, it's got Ed Norton in it, I think. Yeah, Ed Norton, uh, Michael Pena. What movie yeah. is this? Oh, shit. Yeah, it's got it's, a good cast, but it's terrible. Apparently. Yeah. <laughs> we're only going to talk about that movie from yeah. now on. Yeah. First, we've got to figure out what it's called. But <laughs> get back to you on the next episode with what the name is. Yeah. So um, we'll leave you for now. Um, and anything else? No. <laughs> <laughs> that was that was Endgame. So we'll, we'll see you in the next episode. Probably Detective Pikachu or something yeah. like that. Yeah. What are the yeah. other Marvel ones that we're looking forward to? So there's Far oh, From Home, You're Spider-Man. going to be back for Far From Home. Kiri's going to be back for Far From Home. Basker's going to be back for... Doctor Strange 2. Doctor Strange 2. Where is that? Okay? <laughs> if that's are even on the horizon. That? Yeah, are they... Basker will be back for that Will Smith movie. <laughs> <laughs> Basker will be back for the next uh, Telugu movie. <laughs> Telugu movie. A Telugu dub of Endgame. <laughs> oh, yeah. Basco will be back for the full-length review of ARM on song for Endgame. Oh, jeez. <laughs> um, but we'll all be back. So until then, we'll, we'll see you in the next episode. So, Absolutely. See you later. If you see me guys. in the street, I'll give you a dollar. <laughs> Time travel. <laughs> and here's, here's hoping that, uh, that Tony's the only Stark that dies this weekend. Yes. Wait, what? Game of Thrones. He's talking about uh, the Will Smith movie. <laughs> <laughs> the Will Smith movie. The last name Stark. <laughs> All right. Okay. 
We'll probably talk Game of Thrones at some stage, but yeah, yeah, all right. Oh, well, you are going to speak Game of Thrones? Damn, yeah. son. He doesn't watch it, but I'll do that. That'll be the one episode I'm not hosting. Yeah. All right, see you later. Take care, guys. Time travel. All right, bye. <laughs> bye. Bye. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Why don't more infant formula companies use organic, grass-fed whole milk instead of skim? Why don't more infant formula companies use the latest breast milk science? Why don't more infant formula companies run their own clinical trials? Why don't more infant formula companies use more of the proteins found in breast milk? Why don't more infant formula companies have their own factories instead of outsourcing their manufacturing? We wondered the same thing. So we made Byheart a better formula for formula. Learn more at byheart.com.